Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Rubberguard Radio is live on the air. episode of Rubber Guard Radio is brought to you in part by our sponsor, IVP Videos, www.ivpvideos.com, $2.99 single disc, $5.99 double disc. I'm your host, KZ, and this is the first show of 2008 for Rubber Guard Radio. Um, my co-host, Alex Saint, is uh, he's a little tied up this evening for a while. He's uh, training up at Rick Drayson's gym, and you can get information on training with Mr. Drayson at rickdrayson.com. Um, uh, the first hour will be joined by SoCal Indie Star, retired, semi-retired, whatever you want to call it, Taro. And in the second hour, we'll be joined by the owners of Fog City Wrestling, um, who are set to have their debut show on the 12th of January up here in San Francisco, which is truly amazing. Um, we haven't had a, a decent indie show since Misawa decided to you know, pop his head up here. But I am on the line now with the world-famous Taro. How you doing, brother? Wow. World famous. I'm doing pretty well. Happy New Year. How you doing? Uh, fine and dandy. Um, yes. Pretty cold, actually, up here in, in Northern California, which is kind of weird. I, somehow it's like about, because I'm up by Nashville right now visiting family, and it's like around 25 degrees right now, and it's snowing off and on this afternoon. It's horrible. <laughs> well, but before, we, before we get into how, we get, how you got started, I am going to, to talk to you about how I first uh, came about you. Um, okay. You came in... You came in for all pro wrestling up here, and you worked a Jim War show with Ron Rivera. Wow, you're going way back. If this the match, if this the match I'm thinking of, this would be against Ultimo Dragoncito. Am I correct? Yes, it was. That was actually my debut match. <laughs> wow, that was my really? actual first match. Yes, I'm just shocked to know anyone is aware that was actually <laughs> me and that man was the same person. Oh I gosh, there, man! I was there. Wow, I'm sorry you had to see that. <laughs> well, uh, now, the the one the one thing that sticks <laughs> in my head about that show is that um, Mr. Anti Hardcore uh, Wrestling is Hardcore Michael Modest gives yeah. Vic Grimes a T-bone suplex through a solid door. That just and I'm still a, a huge Modest Mark, but yeah. So oh, I don't blame you on that show. Yeah, no shit. Well, <laughs> how did you get booked there? I was already a referee, and I've done a lot of, like, wrestling around with, you know, because Dragon had already started then. You know, I helped get, you know, I helped get him involved in the business, and I knew Ron Rivera, and I knew Blitzkrieg, I knew pretty much all the SoCal guys on that show. And more or less, Ultimo Dragoncito's opponent, the Kano Piedoff, his visa had expired, so they weren't sure if they can get, me, get him across the border in, the, you know, America, because I guess they were wrestling at TJ. 
So the night before, Ron Rivera calls me, and he's talking to me for about two hours before he finally got me to say, okay, if you need me to, I'll do it. And the next day, he calls me. I'm at work, and he's all, hey, your mom's sick. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm wrestling? Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, because – and, yeah, next thing I know, my first match is against an international superstar, <laughs> you know, who's worked these huge re- you know, arenas all over Mexico. And it went okay, because I guess, thinking back, I haven't seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it, but it went better than I thought it would because it was my first actual match out there. They uh, they never released the tape. Oh, there's probably a good reason for that. Was it? Was it? Oh God, I, was, I thought it was okay. I know it wasn't good, but I thought it was okay for what it was. I, I don't understand why. I mean, I know they were filming. They were filming up there in the rafters. I don't know why. I mean, Maybe it was the, really that bad. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I mean, I the modest and, and Grimes match. They just tore it down, and yeah. I have no idea why they would not have that thing on tape. I don't. I don't understand. But and I remember afterwards, too, after the match, I remember that I think Modest came in and, like, beat up Ultimo Dragon Seed on, like, Powerbomb, and when they were and a bunch of, a couple of the heels, I think, were destroying him after the match, if I remember correctly. But yes. one, one yes. funny note about that, though, was I said, why are you having me do this? Why can't you have Blitzkrieg do it? Because I'm, like, 5'7". So, I mean, me as a midget is just a total joke to begin with, but... I'm like, I'm taller than Blitzkrieg, ain't I? And they're like, no, 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 you're not taller than him. And I remember at the show, I made sure he stood back to me. I was about half inch taller than him. <laughs> and then the next night, Blitzkrieg actually was mini Ultrataro and wrestled Ultimate Dragon Tito at a show back down in Southern California the next night. <laughs> Tremendous. There's been about four different Ultrataros over the years. <laughs> Pretty weird. Somehow I end up being the one to stick with it. it yeah. Trippy. That night, that night I bought a promo Azteca shirt from, from Ron. Nice. And I'm still wearing it. And you know what's funny? You know who sold you that shirt? I'm gonna. That would be Probably Disco Machine. You. Who sold you that shirt? Disco Machine. Because <laughs> Disco Machine, I, before he was even a wrestler, he was there selling merch that night. So I know it has to be him. He was selling, you know, the Promo Aztec stuff. I still have my uh, Promo Aztec sweater. I still have that. I don't have a shirt though, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah, well, I can't <laughs> believe you actually were at my first match. That's kind of scary. That's <laughs> Were you at least at the the, the last? Because I wrestled one of the show at the gym against Dragon. Oh, I don't know. I must say it was 2002, 2003. I don't know if you were there. That was a lot better showing for me. Ah, oh, darn it! But that was the peak of APW Gym Wars back in '97. I want to say it was. Yeah, the the summer of love, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. That was just an yeah. awesome time. Um, you guys Brian had some great Brady stuff going on there. Car. It was just yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I, yeah, I heard all about that. I unfortunately never saw the footage, but they were just bragging to us about it backstage because I think it was just like a couple weeks before we came in. No, that was in July. So. Was it? Well, I think it was sometime. It was uh, end of August when we came in. There you I go. remember. I want to say it was August. I wish I remember the date because I should have kept track of when I wrestled you know, <laughs> and whatnot, <laughs> but I want to say it was August of 97, which is That's crazy. Right. It was 10 years ago. Gosh. So that's how you broke in. <laughs> yeah, actually wrestling. I was a referee before that off and on for a couple of years and helped promote a show. That was how I first broke in. And that was just crazy because first show I ever promoted had a main event of, and it's weird even saying this, uh, Chris Benoit against Two Cold Scorpio. Because helped, I helped Ron. and I helped Ron. That, was that, that was the one that Barnett filmed, right? Yes. Wow. Oh, you, yeah. I watched it was that match the, yesterday. I shit you not. Oh my I watched goodness. It yesterday. 
It was the day after the AAA pay-per-view, and we just wanted to find our own show, and Allison out and be in town, so he was in the semi, in the, like, Blitzkrieg debut, Blitzkrieg was in the first match, that was his first match, and also Mr. Excitement, another guy who wrestled all over Southern California was in that match as well, and that was his debut. It was, you know, it was fun for what it was, you know? <laughs> Didn't draw that many people, but hey, you know, it's, it's SoCal, it's, 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 it's never been a good match. indie market. Oh, my God, it was, you know? And they wanted me to referee that match, and I'm, I was just absolutely terrified. I'm like, no. I refereed, like, the first, like, three matches, I think, on that show. Who, who, was, the, who was the referee, the guy that looked like Mark Madden? That would be Dan Farron. His name's Dan Farron. He promoted some shows off and on throughout the 90s, you know. I don't think he's – I haven't seen him in quite a while. I think I saw him at a gorilla show once in the last couple of years, so – but he was a fixture like 10 years ago in the local independent scene in uh, the L.A. area. Okay, cool. Cool. So you learned to referee under Ron Rivera at the Rev Pro School, I'm assuming? Right, um, there was no Rev Pro School back then. It was pretty much like all of us, like Blitzkrieg. And it, was, it was actually, when I first was messing around, was it, was it um, I want to say it was uh, Blitzkrieg's house. Her blitzkrieg was going up because we were all kids. We were like 18 years old, and we were just messing around on the trampoline. And that's why more or less learned how to ref. Next thing you know, you just go out there and do it, man. It was just all DIY for the original crew, you know. Although I think Ron did do some training under um, a guy named Alex Knight, who was wrestled all over the LA area for many, many oh, yeah. years. That was his actual route of training. Yeah, didn't he do but, some TV work too for for WWE? Oh, uh, he might have. I don't, I'm not sure. I just remember always hearing about Ron always mentioned those a match of him on TV. I want to say in Hawaii with him as the medic against like Great Muda when he was doing a ninja gimmick or something. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, Alex Knight versus Great Muda. That sounds really intriguing to see. <laughs> well, do you remember the old California Championship Wrestling? Here's where I date myself. I'm mean, how old I am. I'm 32. I actually went to a television taping of that. I want to say it was in 1985 at this place called the Reseda Country Club. And God, yeah, I actually saw. I actually went to a TV taping when I was like 10 years old. Scary. <laughs> I probably I was probably on that show, but I'm not sure. I know Charles Anaka was there. To guys like that. Uh, Junior Maivia. Uh, Rocky Johnson I believe so. Showed up later and. Yeah, that, that wasn't when I was there. I like the big baby face was Chief. I think it was Chief Jewel Strongbow Jr. I think. I think that was like the big like baby face there at that time. And Victor Rivera, guys like that. We're really gonna. Oh, <laughs> right, anybody's keeping up with us right now. I, I don't know. They're, they're old school wrestling fans like us, obviously. <laughs> Man, the the thing that I remember about that show is that they used the song Planet Rock for the theme. I was like, okay, dude, this is just it, man. I'm like, here we go. You know, now, were you living? Were you living up north during this time, or were you living in the LA area during that time? Um, I've always been here, up in Northern California. Oh, okay. I didn't know that California Championship Wrestling ever aired up north. Wow. We we got it on a strange channel. It was a UHF channel, channel 38, and okay. all the time, like 23 hours of the day, it was religious, uh, televangelist type stuff, and then one hour we got CCW. Wow, that is. Just, I don't know what's my. That's. I don't know what to say to that. That's kind of scary because CCW was far from 
quality wrestling. <laughs> yeah, oh, but back man. in when you're a kid in the eighties you take whatever you can get, you know? You know so much of it back then. Well, it was it was it was cool. You got to see Billy Anderson and um Was that when he was Wild Bill Anderson or just Billy Anderson? Because I've seen him as Wild Bill Anderson. He was uh, Billy Billy Anderson, and then I think he was also the magician with a with a mask. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The thing I remember most from that night was there was this, and it was kind of an infamous poem for this group. This guy named Ripper Savage. Yeah, people know. Remember those old LJN figures? He did a promo where he actually bit the head off of a Hulk Hogan LJN figure. And you can figure out how hard and rubbery those were. He actually managed to bite that off during a promo. And he was talking trash about what the Macho Man was going to do to him because he was claiming he was related to the Macho Man, which, I'm, you know, obviously it wasn't true, but, you know. <laughs> you know, that guy You do what you got to do. Policies. He you got to do, yeah. He policies. He was jacked. <laughs> I mean, yes, he jacked. was. Jacked. I mean, Steve Strong-looking type of veins and shit. <laughs> Jack. But, yes, I, I oh, definitely wow. remember that. Even looking back oh. now, being, I remember that. <laughs> on our last show, we had um, San Diego-based independent worker SoCal Crazy on. And yeah. um, I dropped the name Ron Rivera to him and asked him if he ever went on any of the trips to Mexico to film. Did you? Uh-huh. Please share. I was... Okay, let me see. The first time... Uh, I'm going to try to remember because I didn't start going to TJ till like, 94. But I, if you ever heard of his video, the infamous barbed wire steel cage match, it was on Christmas night, and I want to say it was 1995. I was actually there with him that night. And he was just happened to be filming it, and I want to say it was Conan. I was like, you can only come here. And he pretty much grabbed Raw and dragged him backstage. Actually, you know, he's filming everything going on backstage. And then all of a sudden, all through that, next thing you know, he made he became good friends with Conan and Halloween, Damien and Sikosis, the original Sikosis. And through that, that's pretty that night somehow, him accidentally getting caught taping a video, like helped make his career <laughs> and help Revolution yeah. Pro and I almost say SoCal in general for wrestling to an extent. It's kind of bizarre how things like that happen, you know. So, um, has footage of that stuff? surfaced the backstage stuff i know i've seen the match but i haven't seen any of the backstage stuff i filmed. Did thought well all it was was i i thought that was on a video he released uh when rudy's entertainment was around called mexican mayhem i thought he had video footage on there it was just pretty much him filming the guys afterwards and just showing how all the all the cuts they had and all the yeah they were just all just all this all the damage done from the match I don't think they really hit any of the guys. I have it. I, okay. I have the the Mexican Mayhem. I'm not sure if it's got the other stuff. I know it has the mask. Oh, okay. Because I, I saw the I saw the raw feed. I don't remember what was on the Mexican. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Jeez, we are dating ourselves, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. You you've been a requested guest, so. Since, well, that's um, good. But, but we're talking about stuff that they, you know, most of the audience has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but, that's okay. but that's okay. When we get Ronnie on the show, we'll, you know, we'll, co- we'll dot the I's and cross the T's and we'll connect everything. There you go. There and you we'll go. Bob Barnett on with him, and then it could be. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. That could be an interesting conversation. I'm Bob, talking Bob, Bob, was my, Bob was my second guest ah, on my show. Well, he's so. definitely. Uh, yeah, he definitely is a great guy to talk to you about, you know, wrestling around this area because he's been coming to L.A. shows for quite a while. Yeah, well, now he's he doesn't like to make the drive to yeah, I know anymore. So 
I know, but, I know, which is know. unfortunate. I miss seeing him around. I, I always, you know, like the guy. And he, he's told me that there isn't any reason for him to, you know, go to Mexico to film. You know, there's really nothing to yeah. film. No, I understand. I've, I haven't been to TJ in, gosh, I don't remember the last time. I think the last time I went to TJ was like 96, long time. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Because last time I went, one of my friends almost got into a fight with Piroff, and I'm like, nothing I could ever see in the TJ show would be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, a fan threw something at Piroff. The fan, the Piroff picked up the cup of this, I don't know what the hell this stuff was. I'm in Horchata or something like that. And it hit my friend's shoulder. And he just looked at his shoulder. He saw him. And he just stood up and started running over people. Like, like no regard for any other bodies. And he just tried to fight Pure off. And I'm just like turning my head, dying, laughing. And I'm like, he's going to fucking kill me if he sees me laughing. Sorry. Excuse me, language. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're live on the Internet, brother. <laughs> All right, good. I don't know. I, I just don't should probably use discretion. You know. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a baby face here, and here I am cussing, you know. All right, so yes. you you did the all-pro thing, and then yes. you started to, I'm assuming, work at the bottom of the cards of Rev Pro. Yeah, when, well, actually, I actually made an event at the very first Revolution Pro show, you know, because it was me against a guy, he's, he's, nicknamed, he's a midget, and he wrestled as the little show. It was pretty much, you know, the big show, the little show. They were trying to play off the Mexicans' idea of making little versions of big stars. So I'm, I'm five. Imagine this matchup. I'm five foot seven. I weighed about 135 pounds at the time, and this guy was like four foot three, and 100 and like I want to say 160 pounds if I remember right, which is just amazing to me that I'm not almost a foot and a half taller, and he weighed outweighed me by 30 pounds almost, and I had to, you know. <laughs> worked by magic, you know, and, and he, and of course he went over, you know, oh, yeah. but it was a fun match and people dug it and he beat me at the choke slam. So there you go. Now I, I'm going to, I'm going to skip, a, I'm just going to skip many, many years. Do you follow go right the ahead. Chikara product? Do you follow the Chikara product at all? Not as much as I should. And I'll be, and I feel terrible about that because I actually enjoy what I have seen. Because to me, it's like awesome. a. It, it, to me, it's almost like what Rev Pro almost I wish could have been. Because it was kind of like some goofy gimmicks we had in Rev Pro, but this just takes it to the. Oh, so much further <laughs> than, we, than we ever did in Rev Pro. Have, have you ever seen Hydra? The, uh, Unfortunately, not. I really have not as of yet. And I need to know your gimmick. Damn it. Which, which gimmick are you referring to specifically? Stepping over are you the talking? top rope. Well, there is a local referee here named Rick Knox who, I, I mean, I, it's not intentional. But he, if you ever seen Rick Knox, very uh, gorilla fans, they know what I'm talking about. He, he has a bald head, and people started saying he looks like Kane. So he started trying to do the walk over the ropes, and they start chanting Kane at him, but he did it the same way I did. So I, I kind of give him crap. At, you know, acted like, you know, like you're still in my spot here, you know. <laughs> like I'm so involved in the business. Like I'm so involved in the business, you know. Wow. But yeah, it's he comes out. He's wearing he wears like a kind of a uh, like a Godzilla type mask, and he yes. he wears a singlet with the puffed up bodysuit underneath. And they they make they make jokes about him uh, wellness policy jokes and whatever. Sorry. And he's just <laughs> hilariously funny. You need to type Hydra Chikara I, I on YouTube. Oh, and I'll see some videos that way. That'd be good. Cause I have yeah. heard of the man. I just have not seen him. 
Okay. And when, when Mr. I first yeah. saw him step over the ropes, I was like, ah, that's Taro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's okay. You know, if if he if it was you know if Bob on his own, great. If he saw me and did it, hey, I'm flattered. You know, do what you gotta do for this business. Uh, let's get into some uh, some Red Pro questions. Uh, All right, go ahead. What's your first program in Red Pro? My first program. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess. Let me well, the the thing with that midget, the little show was kind of a mini program, but, you know, then eventually around that time, after that kind of died, I, that's when Dragon and I had our first match, and it was okay, but then we were, like, hoping we get another chance because we knew we could do better, and then there was a match which at least someone on the internet became famous because that was how we both got our first exposure was, and sometime in July of 2000, I remember the match got all over the internet, and people were, like, raving about us, and, that's pretty much where our whole feud really did start. And for whatever reason, it just picked up like wildfire there for a while. Even though somehow he was the face and I was the heel, somehow it worked. I don't know how. Because, that doesn't work. Yeah, because it's just the total opposite of what it should be, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just doesn't make sense. But, um, well, let's just let's get on Dragon. Um, what do you think of his psychology in the ring? What, wait, about psychology in the ring in general, or are you talking about? Who's psychology that he uses in the ring? Well, considering he has a mask on that, that doesn't show any parts, um, the way that he handles himself in the ring. Well, I guess, I mean, people, I mean, at least for me, it's just the way he carries himself. I always like the way he carried himself. He didn't need to use his facials. He just... He's gotten better with using just his whole body to express himself. And it's hard. It's so much harder to express yourself to the fans who are in a mask. Luckily for me, I did have at least my mouth exposed. And I at least can, you know, try to just be as open with my body as possible. And he's done that too. And, uh, and it's hard. I can say that right now. It's a hard thing to deal with. We, we're at a disadvantage. And he's done as best he can with that. I have to agree. It, it looks like it hurts. And I don't know what well, and my, if, if anybody has seen me against Dragon, believe me, it usually does hurt. <laughs> I have had my ass handed me many times over, which is still making me nervous about this weekend. But, hey, you know, we'll still wait and see what happens. Cool. So you guys were working a program in Rev Pro. Um, yes. Also, I see that you had a match teaming with Ryzen Sun against Dragon and Excalibur and XPW. Oh, that was, that would, and see, that's another weird thing. Somehow, I, I want to say, I think that was somewhere around 2000, maybe 2001, somehow in XPW, you know, I'm all of a sudden, you know, a baby face and Dragon's a heel and Excalibur's still a heel. And I'm like, all right. But it, that's, it, it seemed like more of a natural matchup, though, because we're the two smaller, high-sliding guys against the two taller bases. And it was kind of weird because, I think Rising Sun and I were feuding around this time, too. Um, but that match was actually my third match at XPW because the, I think I worked their very, not their first show, the second show they ever did, I actually worked it. And we, I don't know what happened. We never ended up getting brought back for whatever reason. And so they brought us all back to open up this one show. And it, it got over great like, to the live crowds. We opened the show. We did all our crazy shit. And I know we went to the back, and I don't think, 
too many of the guys were too happy with us because, <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, great, what are we going to do now, you know, because we just went out there and did dives and, like, all kinds of crazy moves, you know, pretty much a typical match we were doing Rev Pro main event, but when you're opening up a show, <laughs> you know, these guys aren't, weren't too happy with us, but we did what we were told to do. So that's all we can explain to these guys, <laughs> you know. Uh, wow. But that was actually, I remember that being a good match. I know uh, Rising Sun wasn't too happy afterwards, but, you know. And what happened to that kid? He, uh, it, I mean, after, he turned a knee, and he got injured somewhere, I want to say, he went, was, I want to say early 2004, I believe, he injured his knee, and he had to get some, he, he ended up having knee surgery, and somehow, he did one, I, he, I want to say, the last time I saw him was he did a match for a Gorilla, and they did a tag turn right after they started. So this was around that same time span, early 2004. He ended up having to get his other knee operated on as well, so he had both knees were just destroyed, and he eventually just faded away, you know, and I've heard for a long time. I remember at one point, I heard him mention, you know, oh, I think about coming back, and I'm like, oh, no, I hope he doesn't, because he has two bad knees already. That's just not a good idea, <laughs> you know. It's too bad, because he, he was, I, I always enjoyed, you know, team with him and, you know, beating his ass in the ring, you know, whatever it takes, you know. Well, what are your memories of Shogun? Oh, my goodness, Shogun. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I was not ready for that man to be mentioned. Well, he came on like wildfire, and for whatever reason, when him and I worked, it was like oil and water. We just could not... I don't know why him and I just could not work together with a crap. But um, I, I I love Shogun to death. We had one, probably I think it was our our third match. We did a match in Pomona at this boys and girls club, and I think it was like thirty, forty people there. And somehow we connected that night. Like you know, we were like, hey, we had a great, we had a good match. And he, he was just being stupid, just talking about you know, trying to get the crowd chant teamwork for whatever reason, because I think he saw teamwork posters all over the Boys and Girls Club, and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And somehow Tall that night stood for team workers are really outstanding, which I may have to bring that back at some point, because I think that is a good message to send to the kids. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what to say to that. We're, we're trying to get Shogun on the show. Ah, um, uh, another I, I, old fixture. Yes, I, yeah, I, I, I miss. I wish he was around. I wish he was. I wish he was stuck around a little longer. I mean, I understand why he left and all that because it happens. You know, this business. You know, even working a, a few times a month can just have a, have a not a good impact upon you. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, things do happen, and you know, I I, I don't blame it on anybody. It's just things happen. Exactly. But, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to coax him as well as my co-host. Alex Saint, we're trying to get him on. Um, All right. We had him scheduled, but he backed out, and I'm going to get him on, damn it. I hope he is on. at the show this weekend, because I really would like to see that man. I, don't, I, I need his support. If I have support of men like Shogun there, I, I don't see how I can go wrong you know, in the match this weekend. That uh, and, that and uh, maybe, a, maybe a steel chair from a fan in the front row. But That always maybe. helps, you know. That, can, that no. couldn't hurt, at least. Now this this well we're we're on it so the sixth of January you're coming out of retirement yes. you're going to take on Super again. again again somehow because you know wrestlers never retire you know it's of course 
I've heard, I've heard Disco say that that's the, and he says, you know, wrestling is like the abusive girlfriend you always come back to. And I'm like, yeah. damn, you're right. <laughs> right. I did a match. I did one match in July, no, August, I'm sorry, because um, a friend of mine used to wrestle around L, the LA area named Matt Sinister. He's suffering oh, yeah. from testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. And so I did a match with Disco at their benefit show to help raise some money. And, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. I, I'm totally done, and then I'm like, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm like, I have to come back again, and then next thing I know, I get a call from you know the girl guys, and you always hurt, you know, and would you be willing to do it? And I'm like, man, I don't know if this is a good idea, but I, if you need me to, let me know. I'll put my name on the list, and then they got this like, all right, yeah, you're in. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm in trouble, but all right. And fortunately, <laughs> sorry, but so you're ready. I don't know. You never know if you're ready. Not for a match like this, because if anybody's seen videos of Dragon and I, I you know, <laughs> I don't know. I can't be ready trouble, for man. if it's going to be um, anything like matches in the past. You're in trouble, dude. Uh, oh, don't you dare say that to me. Don't you dare say that to me. Well, I'm gonna be, I'll be ready as best as possible. You need, to, you need to give him a curb stomp. Give him. You know what? Him. I did do that once. And I, w- I want to say it was in the mask match, but maybe it wasn't. I know I gave it to him once, and he did not feel it, and he had to give me like two of them, if I remember correctly. So that tells you how far that got me. Well, my ultimate goal would be able to give him a psycho driver. Time. I should try to give him a psycho driver, ideally. That'd be the ideal, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I don't know if I got the strength in me. You know, you never know. If I push the button, maybe I can do it. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, I, yeah, the button will be pushed. I just hope, I just hope I can bring more of a, you know, an ass whooping upon Dragon than you know he's brought upon me in the past. But you never know. Well, you never know where you are till you're in there. He does have a little payback coming. Yeah, he really truly does, and I, I, it's been years in the making, you know. So I better bring it, you know, to him. I have to. <laughs> I wouldn't have came out otherwise, you know, of retirement again. How's Dragon's health? How's what? Honestly, how's Dragon's health? How's he doing? He's a, I have not. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a while. Honestly, I I won't know until I see him in the ring on Saturday because I haven't had a chance to really talk with him at all. I, I've been at gorilla shows in a while, so I don't know what I don't know what he's up to. I just hope he's healthy and ready because, you know, I didn't I didn't come back to face a guy who wasn't 100%, you know, I want the Super Dragon I faced, you know, in November when he took, November 2003 when he took my mask. That's the dragon I want. I want that Super Dragon, <laughs> you know, because I want it to be as memorable as that was because people, that was, the, you know, my leg, that's my legacy of that match as far as I'm concerned. I have a really high standard to meet, you know, as far as I'm concerned. What the hell of a match. Thank you. Good stuff. It was. I, and I, I, it took me. It took me years to watch it because I'm like, I can't watch this because I just think of the negatives. And mm-hmm. I finally watched it. Okay, all right, good. It held. It held up for me somehow because I have, oh gosh, really high standards, you know. Because <laughs> if I, I just notice the little screw ups I make. Well, Which, when I when I get off the phone with you, I'm going to pop in Super Dragon Evolution Three. Evolution Three, I believe. Yes, I believe. Yeah, yeah. You can get that at I, I, Gorilla.com. I hope it's available there, yeah. Yes, yes available absolutely. Three and four. Absolutely, yeah. Get three, because that's me on it. <laughs> there you go. And you know, and more of a 
more of an international mix. There's a, there's a match with him and Generico from Germany that's just awesome stuff. Yeah, I have um, not seen Evolution 4 yet, unfortunately. Okay, but well, you need to... I'm, I'm sure those two... Yes, those two, but those two are incredible together. You know, I'm just, I see Jericho, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, this is what happened to me if I would have kept wrestling. Why is he happened to Quicksilver? I see him get me up, my God, that would me. Whew, it's a good thing I walked away. <laughs> well, G- Generico's, Generico's a different breed. He's just a, an insane mm-hmm. bump machine. Oh, God. You know, he, he, that kid. Yeah. He, I, I cannot come anywhere near him. <laughs> no oh, way. Man, I, I feel not any day. him, man. He's hey, just, you know, uh, he's still going strong. Yes, he is, and he's he's exceptional. He is really, really fun to watch. He's he's um, absolutely one of my favorite wrestlers, flat out. There you go. Well, now we're on the topic. Who are your favorites other than Generico? Oh my God! Even current, I mean, it depends who I'm watching from day to day. Um, let's see. Since you got in the business, think... not 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 as a fan before the business. Oh, well, are you saying who I've worked with or seen live in the ring? Because I'll say lately, like. I love a generic guy, but, uh, you know, but, like, one guy, I don't know who it's seen, there's a guy from Japan I've been loving called um, Taiji Ishimori. If anybody gets a chance to see him, I, I love this guy, because, if anything, just because he does this move called the Superstar Elbow, where he runs, does a handspring el- does a handspring off the ropes, then does a complete backflip, letting in an elbow drop in the guy, and I just lose my mind when I see that. <laughs> That's just me being, you know, about stuff I've seen overseas, but, like, you know, Generico is absolutely maybe like at least the guys I see in Gorilla definitely my favorite guy. But like whenever like a Shelly or a Shaden come through or Danison, of course those guys are just they're out. Did you hear about? And, did you hear about the Zero One Max show yesterday? I no, I I I barely have internet while I'm out here. What happened? Oh okay. Um, uh, the Machine Gun Shelly Shelly and Saban they beat yeah. uh, Togo and Hadaka for the. The junior tag belts, and I heard they. Oh, very cool! Oh, I'm sure they did. Fun. I, I'm definitely big fans of Docking. Oh man, I love Dick. Wait a minute. What the <laughs> <day>? <laughs> wait a second. Wait, wait, whoa! Dick to go. Here. You have Dick to go. You have Dick to go. <laughs> <laughs> to go. To go. <laughs> yes, absolutely. God. Wow, Damn it. Absolutely. Well, so, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't. Usually I, I'm the one who tends to say stupid stuff like that. Well, i got to wait for my sponsor to get in the show, so. No, go ahead. Uh, it's good good no. having a, a Pure Resu DVD uh, merchant that sells the DVDs, so. Well, that's fantastic. It, it works out for you then because, you know. Exactly. Get see the stuff exactly. fresh and in good quality. Because I see stuff on the Internet sometimes and it's just like, oh, God, you can barely even tell what's going on the screen, you know. So it's all yeah, good. No doubt. Okay, so we'll we'll go back in time. You, All right, uh, you guys went through RevPro. Um, why did RevPro shut down? Okay, I, I'll try to explain this as best I can. Uh, I think a lot of it might have had to do. I want to say RevPro peaked around the time of the mask match. They had another great turnout in 2004, but if anybody knows, he I think part of the downfall might have been. I mean, I think Gorilla had maybe something to do with it. He made a group called Revolution X, which is kind of an offshoot of RevPro, and this was more like hardcore kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't even heard of this. I mean, a lot. Oh, I, yeah. You'd have to, you know. And I think that kind of hurt RevPro a little bit. Huh? What did Supreme work for them? Yes, that like Supreme yeah. Chaos, got some of the XPW guys. 
And I don't know if the regular Rev Pro guys really is into it as much because, you know, it was a totally different style. And they just, they liked doing what they did. In between that and Gorilla making a move and, you know, getting bigger in the scene, eventually it just kind of started to flutter away. And I don't know else to explain. And I think maybe Ron was just starting to get burned out, which I can understand because he'd been promoting for a few years. And, and it's too bad for him because he was actually. It probably moreover at, the, at that stage, like in Revolution X, more than ever before he was in Rev Pro, and I think that might have hurt Revolution Pro a little bit too, because he was moreover in Revolution X, you know. And when, you know, you, if you're the Booker and you're moreover, you might, you know, be a little slanted towards the other group, which, well, you know, which is too bad. He's got natural charisma, you know. <laughs> he's just a he, he def- it definitely it came through more in Revolution X somehow than it ever did in Revolution Pro. Why I don't know right. what, how that. It is, but that's I think, what happened. I think because there were too many guys in the air for Rev Pro, and mm-hmm. Rev X were more of the, the ground-based, so you noticed Ron more as opposed to all and the he guys was, flying around. And he was working more American-style there, too. Yeah, he was more doing, like, playing to the crowd and doing that stuff, you know. That I think in Revolution Pro, he more felt the pressure. You know, he had to put his working boots on, and... And it might, you know, and he just maybe wasn't as good of a worker as some of the other guys, you know. I mean, there's some, there's some really top level guys, you know. I don't, you know, you know, there's some good guys who came to Rev Pro. There really was, especially like, now, I'm not gonna say as much as Ark when I was around, like me and Dragon and whatnot. But you have like Sky and Quicksilver and Tornado. I'm like, and Chris Bosch was like, my God, that second and third group that came through just was like a whole nother level, which I just. Love because I can, I feel proud that I was able to be a part of helping those guys become what they are. You know. Well, you know. Yeah, I joke tornado. My almost my great my greatest creation was giving tornado the gimmick. <laughs> I actually and he, he like yeah I actually gave him the gimmick. That's good stuff. Because yeah, I, and I'm just like yes, thank you. <laughs> you know, because you know, we were watching a movie. There's this character based off a movie called Human Tornado. It's a old 75 quotation film, and somehow I'm like, hey, you should do this for this. this uh, with this month, we did a comedy show called C4. We did them twice. It was pretty much us doing like Kaiju Big Battle, our version of Kaiju Big Battle. Have you ever heard of that? Where we pretty much had guys doing really retarded gimmicks and, and just doing whatever, but somehow that show, he didn't work it, and then he ended up doing tornado on his own obviously and he's done so awesome with it i just oh, i can't i'm just in shock you know he's done so much he's gone so far with it which is awesome so happy for him he's not done <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's is he? tornado is probably i only say like 23 24 years old probably a lot of these guys who came out of rev pro like i want to say i think sky's finally like like 24 25 something like that you know Wow. Now, honestly, you know, Dragon's not even 30 yet, and he's been wrestling since he was 16. He's been wrestling for, like, 10, 11 years. You know, he's been up forever, which is funny. It blows your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, which is just yeah. funny because I'm just like, wow, he's older than Brian Danielson. I'm like, whoever we talked about that one day, we're all backstage. I'm like, How, what? He's older than you? You know, because it seems like Danielson's been around forever, but Dragon was working Lucha shows at 16, you know? It was a, you know, it's just crazy. You know, back in, like, I think, 96, I think, something like that. Were you in Oakland for Super Dragon's tryout for WCW? 
I actually was not, unfortunately. I, I mean, I saw the video and I heard all the stories because that's what led to Blitzkrieg getting signed. Cause yep, exactly. I was there. The big story. Yeah, you were there. Right, and I can at least oh. tell you this story because this is pretty funny. Um, so the match ends, and no one, I mean, I don't think anybody who knew who these guys were, even backstage or anything. They walked backstage, and my friend describes me as this. All of a sudden, he saw Blitzkrieg just disappear because Goldberg was right at the curtain and saw it and gave Blitzkrieg a hug, and pretty much you couldn't even see Blitzkrieg's entire body from the hug. <laughs> like, that's how big Goldberg was compared to Blitzkrieg, you know? <laughs> it's just too bad, so I think it took another six months for Blitzkrieg to get signed, you know, because I think that was the summer of 98, if I remember correctly. Right. That was a yeah. great match, and you, you knew someone was going to get signed. Someone and out of that six. I, 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 well, there was actually four guys. There was four guys in that match, and I, and I think I can remember the exact figures. Let me see if I can remember this. I remember hearing this. We were all joking about it later. Um, it was American, you know, Ron, American Wild Time, this guy named Hellblazer, against right. Blitz Creek and Super Dragon. Afterwards, I, was, I think if I heard correctly, it was like um, Blitz Creek and Dragon were in, for sure in. I want to say Wilds, I think it was like 60%, and Hellblazer was 30% in. And, you know, out of all that, somehow Blitzkrieg got signed, I think, six months later. <laughs> like, right after he worked, like, the WCW Latino tapings, I think, was when he got in, which I don't even think that ever even aired anywhere. No, it did A didn't. whole nother It's sitting in Vince McMahon's cluster. Vince McMahon's vaults. <laughs> well, there's Ronda Rivera's only TV appearance for WCW that never aired, you know. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, I know he was all over those that show. The opening match of that show was Tom Howard against. Oh, geez, I cannot remember. I cannot remember. Was another UPW guy? Probably. I would think it probably was. A guy from UPW. But uh, Howard, he looks kind of nervous in the ring, which is kind of kind of strange because all the times that I've seen him before, he he just you know he was fluid and. And it, it was yeah. like he was he was stiff moving around the ring and stuff. And and then after the show, uh, my friends and I, we went to the Marriott in Oakland, the hotel, because that's uh-huh. where the boys were staying. And right. we were walking to the bar from the parking lot, and Tom was there. And I walked up. I introduced myself. I said, how you doing, Tom? Um, uh, you had a, a DC match tonight. He said, uh, no, it wasn't. It was a drizzling shit. And I asked him what was wrong. <laughs> and, and he wouldn't tell me. You know, he just wouldn't tell me. Huh. It was just uh, really strange. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe jitters or butterflies or something. I don't know. <clears throat> because I I've seen his AAA stuff as KGB, and right, you know, it was I, solid. I don't understand. He's always a solid guy. And I and I feel sad because I'm like that guy never got his chance to really you know take it to, get a chance to go to the next level because he seemed like he had a lot going for him. I just don't know. I don't know how many trials he ever got with WWF, WWE, whatever, but what? he, I, he had, you know, he had a good, he had a lot of pluses going for him. I'm surprised he never made it. You know, it's too bad. Uh, well, you know what I, th- I think it was, was that um, Bassman was, was pushing, you know, Joe and Cena right. and there were other people that he was pushing as opposed to Howard because he wanted to keep Tom around to do the training. <laughs> that, that, you know, that does make sense. That very much that does make sense to me because I know Tom was doing you know was training all the guys you know yeah so yeah that was that was good stuff um, mm-hmm. so hey KZ mind if I jump in and ask Thor a question oh my goodness right what's going on here I hear another voice <laughs> popping in how's your training oh the training was great training was great great all right 
Say hi to I need some ring time. <laughs> I'm in you know, North Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, what a high, uh, what high uh, level you've already set with your previous matches, and then on Sunday, it, it's going to be a rough one. I, I feel sorry for you, brother. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably will, but I don't intend to be that way. I don't want it to be like before. You know, I'm not going to just, you know, let them just kick my ass. Come on. <laughs> All right, Alex. Alex, yeah. you need to make a quick phone call to. Mike Quackenbush out in Chikara. We need to have him fly Darkness Crabtree out here to sit in the front row to hand all <laughs> gimmicks after the match. Wow. Because I have a feeling he's going to need them. Oh, my gosh. Come on now. What the, you have any faith in me? Come on. You think I've been getting ready? No. <laughs> well, and see, here's my advantage. Dragon at least. Yes, I've been getting plenty of that. And Dragon has a match on Saturday. I don't. So I only get to scout him. You know, he's going to be a little bit, you know, beat up hopefully going into Sunday. So I'm hoping to use that to my advantage. <laughs> he's got a tough match against one of the Dragons at Dragon Gate. I don't know if you've seen him, uh, Susumu Yokosuka. And that guy oh, yes. is definitely a one tough customer. So it's going to be good. Watch the kick. Good for me anyway. Watch the kick. Watch yes. the kick. Oh, no, I want him to kick him. I want him to <laughs> Yeah. I want Dragon to kick around a little bit. What match are you looking most forward to other than your match, Taro, this weekend? Because there's a lot of good matches coming up. You know, i I got to see Seema Danielson. I mean, it all comes down to that because I saw the 30-minute draw, and I'm like, that wasn't enough, you know? Yeah. I absolutely have to see that. And if I get a chance, I do want to see uh, Danielson versus Roderick the next night because i never seen those two live. I unfortunately oh, missed wow. the last show where they against each other. So I, I, I would love to see that. You know. I want to throw out a plug real quick for that DDT4 weekend. I was there both nights, and everybody on the Internet talks about the Seema Danielson match, but honestly, yeah. in my opinion, the best match of that weekend has to be Joey Ryan, Brian Danielson, because I had seen the year-long title running that Joey Ryan had had, yes. and then he worked, you know, he worked under the gimmick a lot. Not that Joey Ryan's not good because he's great, but he worked under the gimmick a lot, and then when he worked that night with Danielson, they told an amazing story, and I think that match is very, very underrated. It, and it, it is, and it, that was a fun match. That was absolutely a fun match. That, that was, was a great lot of fun, match. that match. From uh, All-Star Weekend uh, 5, uh, night 2, it was Colt Cabana and uh, Disco. <laughs> yes. how, did, how did you not start laughing at Noah Ray, special guest referee? Uh, well, you know what? That was pretty much spur of the moment. I was just hoping that, you know, I, I really was just talking to the guys, hey, you know what, I – can I rep this match? I thought it would be fun to do because I was like, just to do something because I, I haven't been around and I've done much. And my own experience in Gorilla, I think I did like two or three matches for him. And then I've refereed a couple matches just as Taro. Like, and I'm like, let me do this. And, and I'm just, I'm, I almost laugh when, if you saw the other match, when Kikitaro kicks me, have you heard the argument on his top gun and Kikitaro goes, what are you doing? You kicked Taro. And Kikitaro goes, Yes, that's right. I am Kikutaro. <laughs> no, you Kikutaro. Yes, that's right. I am Kikutaro. They just go back and forth. And I'm just laying there, and he kicked me. I'm just still just, like, trying to keep him laughing my ass off as I'm, like, curtain <laughs> from the kick, you know? But, gosh, that was fun. That was fun. I mean, that, I knew it wasn't going to be, like, the greatest match. I figured if the main match I'm going to be involved in, just to have some fun, that would be it. That was a how, – how far in advance did you know you were going to be refing that match? Because it added – Pretty much, I think it was the night, that it. night. I think it was that night. It, <laughs> that was a weird thing for me because – because I, I, I was kind of curious. I came out, I'm like, how many people are going to know me? I was kind of surprised. It seemed like 
a big group of that audience had not seen me, which I was surprised. I'm like, wow, I haven't been that long, had it? But I pretty much was only around for the first three or four months of Gorilla, you know, and that was obviously a totally beast, you know. So I'm waiting to see how that plays into this weekend, you know. Yeah. You know what? Uh, after the no disqualification match between Joey Ryan and Scorpio Sky, Scorpio Sky actually told me that same thing, that he was worried about some of the fan base hadn't uh, remembered him from his last big run or yeah. whatever, which, which shocks me, you know, because you go to all the shows and you pretty much see the same faces or whatever. But, uh, well, yeah. apparently not, you know, because <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird because I go out there and I'm doing the button spot and, I hear, and I'm like, wow, this isn't like how it was, but okay, you know, whatever, you play it up. And I'm hoping this weekend at least, People care, you know, and at least what little chance they've had to check because like some people are really excited about. So hopefully we meet their expectations, although that's going to be hard because it's been a while and some of those matches were just out of this world for at least by my, from, for me anyway. Speaking of those old matches, who owns that? I don't know if you've already covered this, but who owns all that pro footage? Because all I found was one DVD on high spots. And, I mean, yeah. of all the great RO Super Dragon, all the guys from Rep Pro, it's not enough. So. I know. Well, he mentioned, you know, we mentioned Super Dragon, Super Dragon Evolution 3. That has okay. almost like the end of the match feud. And uh, if you go to ProWrestlingGorilla.com, yeah. I think you can get it through there. That has the best stuff probably out of my view of Dragon. But you mentioned that if you go to iSpots.com, I know the Rap Pro DVD. But otherwise, honestly, I don't know because there was like, I, I, don't even, I think there was some dispute going on between the guys who taped it, and Ron Rivera, the guy who owned Red Pro, so I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. All that footage, hell if I know. I'd like to know, because I don't own a, I don't have a lot of that stuff myself, because it'd be nice to kind of have your own matches. Yeah, I don't know exactly. if I'd ever watch them, but it'd be kind of nice to have them anyway. <laughs> you know? I was telling him, it took me years before I watched the last match. I, it, it was back, I think I finally watched it about a year ago, first time I ever watched it. I've always seen a music it. video of it. Uh, I've never seen the um, whole match. <laughs> I oh, oh. well. That, that was good. That was a nice video. I'm like, that's good. I can deal with watching maybe four minutes of it. It's hard to, it's hard for me to watch 30, like 30 minutes of my own match. You know? <laughs> how good it is. Okay, this is, this is a personal question. My all-time favorite ahead. pro wrestling gorilla wrestler has to be Chris Bosch. Any word on him at least making an appearance at a PWG show again? I, or? You know what? I don't know. I wish I knew, and I don't. It's pretty much, I, you know, maybe what you know, I shot the show and all of a sudden I heard, oh, he's done. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And and, and I have not heard anything from him. They have Quicksilver. It's like all of a sudden he just disappeared. I knew he had some health issues. Yeah. I want to say he had a staph infection that nearly that put him in the hospital, and then all of a sudden that was pretty much it. I think he just decided to just hang it up. And Bosch, I think, had some injuries too. And he might have got burned out because, you know, it happened to me. That's why I decided to hang him up originally because – you can get burned out. It happens, yeah. you know. And I miss Bosch. I miss Quicksilver. I'm like, those guys should be back, but you never, you never know in this business. No one ever retires. It's unfortunate because as KZ knows, um, we're trying to start something down in San Diego, and then right. even in Los Angeles. I mean, what, I, I, I'll go to. I've, I've been to all the Gorilla shows this past year, and then everyone talks about the Briscoes. Everyone talks about the tag teams at East. But for my money, I thought the two best tag teams I had ever seen live was number one, Arrogance, and number two, Cape Fear. I mean, that's just, you know, in the, in the independent scene. So but, it seems, yeah, those scenes Cape, are awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, you had Cape Fear, I guess, I mean, when the Motor City Machine Guns came over, and they worked with Cape Fear, and then they worked with Arrogance. 
I mean, those were two two of the best matches I saw the Motor I, Machine yeah, Guns. Did. I absolutely love all three of those teams. I mean, Motor Machine Guns. I'm so you know how happy. I mean, I, I, you know how happy I was. I'm like, finally they're putting them in TNA. Just do it. This team has been <laughs> so good in Japan and here for you know in Gorilla, and I know they've worked other places around the country. I'm like, just give them a chance. And that's why I was so happy to see they're getting a chance. You know, finally working with the with, uh, Team 3D and whatnot. Yeah. But God, it's a damn shame we lost two like. You know, I mean, those are a lot of pretty good tag teams to go through Gorilla, but those two might arguably be the best. So off like a Dragon and Richards because they had their long reign and on and on and so forth. But um, yeah. how do you, how do you, uh, how does the future look for the Young Bucks and Pro Gorilla in your opinion? It's looking good, and you know what? I was excited to see those guys get a chance because you know they they were just a little, you know, they were just floating here and there, and I and I, when I saw they were booked on a show, I'm like. Hell yeah, give them a chance. And obviously, they're doing well. If you've seen their match, they've been doing good, and they keep getting moved up the card. And hell, they're wrestling the Dragon Gate guys this weekend, yeah. if I remember correctly. And I'm like, if that's not a testament to how far they've come and they're getting a chance to prove it, you know, prove themselves, I don't know how far, you know, it's, 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 you know, it speaks for itself. They're only like, I think those kids are only like 19 or 20 years old at the most. They're oh, really wow. young, so they're going to they're gonna have a really good chance to, you know, make something of themselves. I have to say, at the last show, uh, I don't, re- I, I, I couldn't remember what the name of the show. Oh, the high cost of doing business. When that DVD comes out, you need to check out the Young Bucks against Joey Rotten and Scott Laws. That was an amazing, amazing match. I don't know where you were going that show. I don't know if that's out. I think there's a battle of Los Angeles being out right now, as far as I know. But I've been on the I've been on the Google site in a few days. So. Okay, I'm saying we're live at the the high cost. No, the last show. show I went to was the anniversary show. Oh wow! Another great, another great DVD to pick up with. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean Danielson, Generica following the tag title match. Following I mean, the Danielson Necro match. <laughs> yes, if anybody is not, if anybody is fans of, you know, like Generico and Danielson, I I can't go. Out of, you know, you gotta get those. It's so good, so so good. Like live, that was just like, I I felt electricity. I've had a local live show in a very long time. Can't not definitely. that enough. Definitely. Um, KZ, you still there? Yeah, I'm here, brother. Yeah, okay. Train show. What's that? It's the Halloween train show. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm driving on the dangerous 101, so... Uh, oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why. You know, it's always dangerous. <laughs> keep, keep going north, dude, and I'll see you in eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I didn't have to work in the morning. Well... <laughs> My wife will make you cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Taro. The inside joke. Yeah, no, it's all right. Mind you, my my local road here is a two-way highway. I'm like, what in the world am I in here? You know, <laughs> if I can hop on the Highway 40 here a few minutes away, and I can get to California in about 30, 40 hours, you know, maybe. Who knows? So, what, what are you living out of now, Taro? No, I li- well, I still live in Orange County. I live in Anaheim right now, but oh, okay. my family my family was out by Nashville, Tennessee, a little town outside Nashville. That's where I'm staying. I already okay. had my trip planned and booked and everything when I already got when I got booked for this match. So it's been kind of weird, you know, training like in the backwoods of Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, I got a couple okay. questions for you. Uh, maybe maybe this was already covered, but uh, the big match this weekend was supposed to be yeah. B Boy Super Dragon, B Boy's yeah. retirement. Who asked you to come back and do the match? And what was your first response? I know it wasn't a yes, was it? You know what? This is... Oh, it was a yes. 
I know what? what I when I got the call, I said, you know what? They they asked if I'd be willing to wrestle Dragon. I'm like, you know what? I, I said if you want me to, if you need me to do it, I will. I didn't even hesitate, which I can't believe I didn't hesitate. But I was like, you know what? There's still there's always this business. There always is, and I would love to get a chance to you know get a little payback, you know, <laughs> and have a good match at the same time. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Payback and oh. a good match. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Are, are we going to see with this weekend, because Dragon does have two big matches coming up, is he yes. going to return full-time to actively competing? Because he's taking I, a lot of time off for Hillary. I hope so. I hope so. But, well, I, don't, I, I hope so until he faces me. Then I'll hopefully you know, put him back on the shelf. You never, uh, ideally, that's what I'd like to do. But <laughs> that's, you know, that's kind of rude to say, but I'll say it. But I thought I hope he does because obviously he hasn't been around and he he's always half of the tag champs too I yeah. think because I think him and Davy are still tag champs. Yeah, and they won him out in Europe. Right, that's right. They won out in Europe, so obviously he's moving back up and slowly bringing his way back in. So he's had he had a really it, last year was not his best year, and I hope you know maybe facing me might be the best thing to happen to him because maybe he'll bring him back to you know. Run, you know, hopefully give me a quick switch kick in the ass to bring it back to, you know, the Super Dragon that I knew. The one who beat my ass for years and years and years. You know, <laughs> then a little spark of inspiration he needs. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. Because, <laughs> I'm uh, sure yeah. he's excited about it. I'm sh- I, I, think, I think he's excited about getting a chance to wrestle me again. And it's same for me, definitely, because otherwise I would not. It's the only guy that can maybe, maybe come out for another match and see what happens. Uh, I do have one quick question for you, Tyler. Yes. Um, I I asked this question to Supreme. Now, is hardcore homo Angel really gay? I have never seen him have sex with a man, but I've never seen him have sex with a woman, so I cannot help you with that. <laughs> I cannot help you with that. Sorry. Okay. I don't have, I can't I can't I you know I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how the characters outside the ring. I, I only gonna base it based on what I see firsthand. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a gimmick, he's sure the fuck pulling it off. I'll tell you. Yes. Well, he, yeah. He, he is quite. Either way, whether he is a ladies' man or a man's man, you know, he knows how to do it in the ring to get under the skin of the characters in the ring. Because you know what? If you're a guy in the ring and some guy is doing that to you, it's gonna throw you off. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Look, I never wrestled against him. I teamed with him, but we have to deal with that. Speaking of Angel, did you ever work any of those XPW shots with uh, Super Dragon and uh, Excalibur? We talked about this earlier. I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, it's okay. No, I'll just be brief. I worked, okay. like, the second and third ever shows they did. This was with, like, I didn't say what the match was. That's us. He made the segment against American Watch out a guy named um, uh, Darkseid. And then I did the one match that aired on XPW TV. It was me and Rising Sun against Excalibur and Super Dragon. And a lot of people really liked that match for what yeah. it was. It was just a quick 10-minute match where we just went out there and just did everything we could imagine, you know. And the fans loved it. The boys weren't too happy with us because we were the first match on the show. And they were like, what are we going to do now? But, yeah, it's hard to follow you know. it up. <laughs> yeah. But that's exactly what we were told to do was go out there and tear the house down Hopefully we did that. But that was, for me, it was worth it just to wrestle in the Olympic Auditorium because I went there growing up as a kid watching old WWF shows. I caught a Bill Watts UWF show there when I was a kid. So my dad went there in the 60s. For me, I'm like, 
I, I was like, this is awesome, wrestling in the Olympic, you know, and now it's done. Olympic's gone, you know. Unfortunately. It's a damn shame. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Okay. We are, uh, we're running down here. Uh, okay. We're done with our first hour. So, Carl, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, uh, not a problem. Awesome to have you on. Um, Thank you. you great to be on. I'm going to give you the opportunity to plug anything you want other than ProWrestlingGorilla.com. Yeah, my website's a plug. I have my own website. I'm like, what's my MySpace page? That's how bad I can be right now. I'm like, MySpace.com backslash Taro underspace BCW. How the hell I move that? I don't know. ProWrestlingGorilla.com. I don't care what you say. I'm saying it anyway. Go see me this Sunday, 5 p.m., one more time, Ian Super Dragon at the Burbank National Guard Army, and listen to Rubber Guard Radio. There you go. That's what I got the plug. Oh that that's a hard call right. there, Alex. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, brother, you have a very safe weekend. And we'll I, I will. Soon. I hope I do. All right, take care. I really... You too, brother. All right, bye-bye. All righty. Well, that was Taro from Pro Wrestling Gorilla. And he has a match coming up this weekend with Super Dragon. He's coming back. Uh, before we get our next guest on, I'm going to play a quick commercial for our friends at Elite Pro Wrestling. Are you looking for hard-hitting, high-flying, independent pro wrestling action? If so, your search is over. The superstars of Elite Pro Wrestling will give you just that. Elite Pro is proud to present Elite TV, which airs at 10 p.m. Central Time, Friday nights, 30 minutes, on Comcast Cable Channel 19 in the Chicagoland area. Elite TV also streams live on their website, www.eliteprowrestling.com, at 10 p.m. Central Time on Fridays. This show gets the stamp of approval from the Rubber Guard Radio crew, and I strongly suggest you go out and support superstars of Elite Pro Wrestling. All right, I can't say enough about um, the Tomasellis uh, who run the Elite Pro out of the Chicagoland area. Uh, coming on the line next, we will have the owners of Fog City Wrestling up here in San Francisco. I'll be joined by Caesar Black and Stevie Armani. Caesar. Hello. Where's Stevie? Are we on? Hello. Welcome to Riverguard Radio. Hello, gentlemen. We are live. What's happening, y'all? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone in the Bay Area. How's everyone doing? Hey, baby. Hey, what about everybody in San Diego? In hey, Diego, hey, my boys down there with uh, New Wave Pro. Happy New Year to you guys. It's going to be a big year uh, for everybody down there. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. For sure. Anchors away, baby. Anchors away. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Tag Team 2008. Tag oh, Team yeah, of the Year. Oh, yeah. awesome, man. Hey, just bring all the New Wave guys up to San Francisco. and. <laughs> well, you know, uh, actually, I had the honor to, um, I went down and I did ringside photos for their first show. Yeah. So I got a chance to experience New Wave live, so it was good. Yeah, I met you in uh, San Francisco at the the Russell Fan Fest. I was with uh, Ron Stone. Oh, cool, man. Cool. Right on. Yeah, what a crazy night. A couple days that was, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It brings us to today, man. We're just, you know, 
because uh, you know people um, are kind of like you know suspect that they to be doing any wrestling nowadays. So we just want to let everybody know that we you know we're a different organization entirely. Fox City Wrestling. You know we just want people to you know come back to the Bay Area and you know come outside and watch wrestling again. You know like this used to be a hotbed of pro wrestling. AWA, NWA, all the old stars just to come out here and you know we just want to bring it back to you know back to what it was. Hey man, you're, you're preaching from the to the choir, brother. Okay, I feel you. I'm born and raised out you, here. Man. <laughs> and I'm missing it. Right on, man. Well, you know, uh, w- the way we got this show lined up, you know, if you've seen the card, you've seen that we've got, you know, most of the alphabet represented and all the guys from different feds are coming out to represent and do new stuff and nobody's got a win-loss record. It's a brand-new thing, you know, so Fog City's going gonna, gonna to represent for San Francisco just like New Wave's going to represent for San Diego. There it is. Hold on now. Are y'all, are y'all being sponsored by the Gladiator Energy Drink Company? You know what? We are not. It's not oh, okay. It isn't, we are not because uh, oh, okay. we, are, um, we are working with Reno Annoy, and we are working yeah. with Rikishi, and um, but we that's as far as that goes. Um, those guys are friends of ours, and um, they've been looking out for us big time, and um, we just want to do right by them, you know. And they're good. They're good big brothers to have, you know. If you're gonna have a family behind you, you might as well have some more dynasty behind you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. So. Um, I think we should, I mean, you got any questions for us? We're on, it's your show. Talk to us, kids. We're on the floor. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, for the show, your main event is, I'm pulling up your MySpace page here. Uh, my blog talk can, is giving me fits. So. The main event is going to be those, uh, those interloper bums from Reno, Nevada, trying to come into my city and uh, and bring their mohawks and their leather to my wrestling ring. I run a classy organization. I represent the world, you know, the wrestling thoroughbred organization. Um, I'm going to have to run and repel those guys. I'm bringing um, about 900 pounds of man. I got Alofa, the Samoan Tank, and Rikishi going against Skunk for the main event. Man, reinforce that ring, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're bringing heavy. Because Alofa's a big, big boy. You know, you know, on one side, you got the 300-pounder Isadora. You got Thor, though, who's no small guy. Then you got my, you know, my quarter ton, quarter ton plus of man. So it's going to, it's going to be a collision in the ring, you know. That's cool. And I uh, keep cool. it Bay Area so everybody knows. Alofa is actually a San Francisco native. He was raised here, you know, and he represented the name King Davida out of the uh, World Wrestling Council in Puerto Rico for Carlos Colon. And, uh, and then Rikishi is also Bay Area also. You know, from the same area, they both play football here. So the roots are deep in the Bay Area as far as wrestling goes. Yeah, I grew up right across the street from the Cow Palace. Yep. There it is. Yes, sir. There you go. Now, who is Alofa's father? Uh, I don't know who Alofa's father is, but oh, wow. um, but you mean with, the Fatu family is where Rikishi's from? You know that, right? I'm not yeah, sure I who get Alofa's that one. father is. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I could ask him, and next time I see you at the show, we'll we'll have an answer for you. I'm not sure. But uh, if you okay. want to check out, he's he's got a clip that um that I can actually send you a link for. That's actually just him in motion overseas, and he's just he's a big bad man. You know what I'm saying? We're looking forward to like the influx of talent that we got coming from all over the world. Um, speaking of you know like people like the Black Pearl, which is Reno Anoya, which is another one of the Samoan Dynasty guys, and he's coming from um Spain from um NWE out of Italy. So guys are making the trip to come out and check out Fox City and be supported. It's been you know it's been well received. You know? Black Pearl is amazing, amazing talent. For anybody that's never seen him or, or never met him, he's, he's an amazing, amazing talent. Uh, I had an opportunity to train with him one time, and wow. Yeah, he, he's just got the most amazing personality. 
Um, he's got a great charisma when he hits the ring. His look, everything works for the guy. You know, and you know he's been um he's been rehabbing from injury or you know some nagging injuries, and he's just 100 percent now, and he's just raring to go. You know, we talk a lot, and he's like, brother, you know, just ask me any questions, and he's just been there for us, and and he's just, he's ready for action. And him going against Mr. Primetime, you know, everybody in the Bay Area knows Mr. Primetime. He he gives one hell of a show. Zach's got skills to pay the bills, and uh, it's gonna be that's gonna be an off the chain match. I think those guys are gonna work, you know, incredibly together. MPT is fun to watch, no doubt. He's big fun um, to watch, man. And and you know, you know, for a local guy, the kids love him. You know, he comes in, he brings his funk, he brings his white boy dance, and uh, and he does his thing, man. And that's what it really comes down to. At the bottom line, at the end of the day, you know, we got to put on good shows. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have good matches. You got to have people that come out there and actually just, you know, make the crowd, you know, react and get get you know get them involved, man. You know, and um, hopefully, you know, with Fall City, we can bring it back to that entertainment level because. So much incredible talent, but people just you know they they they've been zombified. They go to the television, they go, okay, give me give me two hours here, give me two hours here, give me two hours here, and that's all I can handle because that's all the wrestling that has to be in the world. You know what I mean? And um, we're just trying to change the perception. We want everybody to know that there's great talent out there, and we want to we want to pull them out to see these guys before they get on the big screen. I was listening to your interview with Toro, and right when I got um on when I got on there, he was talking about the do-it-yourself thing, and that's a, a huge influence on me because I grew up in LA in the punk independent do-it-yourself scene. So big shout out to him giving that out, and um, I, I respect um, pro wrestling gorilla a lot, like a lot. I've been watching him for a while. So uh, when are we gonna get Alex Saint booked up here for Fog City? Hold on, hold on now, hold on now. Yeah, <laughs> Alex Saint feature uh, Fog City. Whatever bell you want to call it. No, seriously, book me, man. I, I need. <laughs> hey, actually, for this show, man, for this show, I actually tried to get anchors away, but they're running the same day as we are, right? You guys are doing. Yeah, we got a show right January 12th. Yeah, we got a right. big show January 12th. Hey, it's good. since we're speaking about the date, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Everybody out there, Cell Space, 2050 Bryant Street, San Francisco, California, the heart of the city. You can get there on any bus line. You can get off the Muni and walk there. It's just it's, it's a spitting distance from the Mission District. Um, you know, January, it's going to be January 12th. It's going to be a great day in the Bay Area, you know? January 12th is going to be a great day in California because you got two great shows running that day. Hey, so just split it in half. And that's just great, man. That's great, you know. And a uh, big shout-out while I'm on the line and I got somebody who knows him. Make sure to tell Impact that I did give him a shout-out to Big to big Impact <laughs> down there in the Bay at um, Southern California. Love that guy. Awesome. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry, Alex, but... You know, I, I won't be supporting y'all that that weekend. I'll be at the uh, the Fog City show. So. Hey, you know what? As long as you're supporting wrestling, you support me. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're keeping uh, promotions alive, and hopefully, uh, you know, some you know, I work for that promotion. You know, just by keeping that company alive, you might be getting me a paycheck one day, or it might be giving me an opportunity to work. You know, I mean, it's all about supporting independent wrestling, no matter who it is. You know that. That's that's why we are on the air, Alex. You know better than that. Come on now. What's that up? Yeah, that's why we're on the air. You know better than that. Oh, definitely, definitely. We that Fox City show, I saw the lineup, though. Uh, I must have met a lot of the guys. I'm not familiar with a lot of the Bay Area guys. But I know, I know if uh, Black Pearl's his name on the product, if he's going to work it, then I definitely know it's going to be a good product because uh, he's, got, he's got a lot standing behind his name. So I, I guarantee that Fox City show's going to be good. And so... Uh, Area. I'm going to definitely check out that show. Hey, man, uh, you, know, you know, same, you know, right back at you, Big Alex, man. You know, it's just one of those things where, like, 
the names that's that's the main reason why we wanted to do this. Me and Steve, uh, me and Armani, we came up with a plan a long time ago. We said if we're ever going to do anything, we're going to incorporate everybody because we also went to two different wrestling. You know, we came up through two programs too. We we broke, we made bones on two pro- programs, and we've always been in you know the background. And we always kind of had a, you know, we have a, the creative end of it. We were like, man, we put this together. You know, just being, you know, one of the boys and then being, you know, on the crew and not doing this, we've got a lot of these guys who we've talked to, you know, on a level of like, yo, this is going to work because if you don't, if you've never wrestled him before, you've never wrestled him before, you guys bring your six fans, you bring your six fans, he's bringing his, and all of a sudden we've got 100 new fans that are like, wow, these are matches I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It gives, nobody's got a win-loss record in Fox City. Fox City is its own standing entity, and it's like coming to a new, you know, it's like coming to a new turf, and you're going to represent the best you can here. You know, a lot like they did with Ring of Honor. You know, a lot like they did with you know Pros and Gorilla. They took guys who you've known and done, and you know, and you, you thought you were familiar with, and they put them in different situations. And look how look what they've done. You know, I mean, that's coast to coast now. You got guys who are just representing all over, just getting great jobs everywhere they go on. San Francisco, we want them to be on the route. You know. We should be on that route because we're just that big of a city. We should have our own wrestling all the time, and that's what Fox City's about. Okay, uh, KZ claims to be the all-knowing of uh, San Diego, uh, not San Diego, San Francisco wrestling. Um, how, how did you grow up in wrestling? What promotions did you watch? Who were some of your favorite wrestlers? Well, see, I, um, Steve, you want to go first because you're from here. I'm not from here. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I grew up uh, as a kid watching WWF, Hulk Hogan, uh, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake Roberts. Enjoyed all that stuff. Did um, you uh, enjoy the San Francisco territory at all? Didn't hit uh, any of the independent Bay Area territories until about four or five years ago. I was uh, okay. just getting back into wrestling. I'm watching it on TV. I can't get enough of it, and I know it has to be somewhere in the Bay Area. I answer, uh, find an ad on a little site called BayAreaWrestling.com, answer an ad for a ring crew position, thinking that's already been filled two days ago, and I'm just doing this for kicks. End up getting a call back, and now all of a sudden I'm working with big-time wrestling. I mean, people with APW, I mean, people with CCW, and it's just start making connections here and there. Uh, so I, my whole Bay Area thing is very new, probably compared to you, Mr. Zombie, but... It's, uh, I like a lot of what I've seen, and I want to incorporate that, and I want to share it with the rest of uh, the Bay Area here, California, Hi, everyone. Yeah. Amen, amen. And see, me, myself, I grew up in the L.A. area, you know, and I grew up in, I'm, I'm a little bit older than most of you guys, and um, I grew up, like, I think my first wrestling show, you know, independent otherwise, I saw um, Ultimate Warrior and Andre the Giants Long Beach Arena, and I was pretty much, oh, wow. I don't want to, yeah, and I think I was like, I think I could, pretty, I think I could do this, not so much the wrestling part, but I, I was always performing. You know, I've been in a few bands, and um, I spent a lot of time in the L.A. punk scene and just putting on shows and promoting. So as far as wrestling goes, I've always been a wrestling fan. When I was, when I was in fifth grade, I, um, I spent the year in Texas. My father was from Texas, and uh, we went there for a year. We had a construction job, and I was watching, like, the Von Erichs and the Freebirds and Iceman King Parsons and um, Bad Street USA. When that first got premiered, I had lost my mind. <laughs> So, I mean, <laughs> I used to walk around my house. You would have thought I was a white kid with blonde hair, so I used to do my strut and throw my hair back. I had no hair, you know. And I just loved it. So, you know, um, the great Kabuki was one, of my, was one of my all-time favorites, you know. And so I've always kind of just been, you know, and I've always been a painted face guy. Like, I'm the missing link, you know. And I just, for some reason, people put paint on their face, and I, I, I totally tend to mark out for that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm also a Raider fan, if it helps to make it. Ah, fan. no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Sorry. Marcus Russell blows. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I know your boys are playing this weekend, and good luck against Tennessee because it's the AFC West, but God, I'm a Raider fan. I love them. And, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. The silver yeah, and blackout. We can't all be perfect, man. You know. Well, you know. Right on, right on. Hey, I just want to let everybody also know that um, we're getting the website updated here within the next 24 hours, and there's going to be shirts available. And it's going to be our first run shirts, and um, it's going to be that mask that's on our homepage done a little differently, and it's going to be really uh, classic. You know, if everybody can kind of tell, like, um, Fox City does have a little artistic side to it because we do want to get people that um, are into other stuff a chance to check out wrestling, you know what I mean? Because everybody's a wrestling fan. I mean, 9 out of 10 people have seen a wrestling match, you know, and I think 10 out of 10 people, if you walk up to them on the street and say, hey, name a wrestler, they're going to drop the name. You know, and, and when you think it's going to be like, oh, you know, Goldberg, or it's going to be, oh, you know, Hulk Hogan, somebody will be like, oh, I, I used to like that guy with, uh, you know, uh, Ricky the Dragon. So people have watched wrestling when they were younger. And so we're trying to bring back that same American pulp feel, you know, and bring people back out that used to watch the wrestling. Like, kids, zombie, you're, you're, um, you're a Bay Area wrestling aficionado. Is that what I'm hearing? You're born and raised, baby. Right on, man. We'll see what I'm saying about the Roy Shires and the different matches he's been up. Keys are in the Cal Palace. My neighbor Sean is a big fan of that stuff, and uh, and that's what we're trying to bring that same feeling back. You know, wrestling shows used to go on Wednesdays. Am I wrong, Kid Zombie? Yeah. They used to do Wednesdays and Sunday shows? Yep. Yeah. TV and, I mean, was Wednesdays. That, people, they were drawing on Wednesdays, so what happened? You know what I mean? It's the same product. It's the same fun, you know? <laughs> I know life gets busy and all that stuff, but people got to come out and start supporting the shows. You know? Definitely, yeah. definitely. If anybody's listening, uh, just like we always say, you know, you got to come out and support, support your company. It's not only may you see that future superstar who's going to be in WWE, but uh, also, I mean, you're keeping these guys alive. You're keeping wrestling in your area, you know. I mean, WWE, I mean, I mean, what's the last time they came to San Francisco, you know? What's the last time they came come to San Diego? But you've got guys who are there who are ready to bust their, bust their butts for you out there. So go support them, you know. And it's like I always say, man, if you're a fan, it's just like you're a fan of football. If you're a fan of basketball, you don't just watch, you know, the Golden State Warriors, and you don't just watch the Niners. You watch college. Most people in the Bay Area watch Del Norte. You know what I mean? They'll go watch that high school game because they do want to see the next guy that's going to be hot. I don't think this has been packaged right for the city, but people have known where to come and sit. So now we're telling you, 2850 Bryant Street, 19th and Bryant. That's where wrestling's going to be. We're packaging it, we're putting it there, and it's going to be great stuff, man, you know. We have guys like Tito Aquino, local guys like Dylan Drake. You know, these guys who are going to break, you know, they've been around the barrier working, you know, working their butts off, you know, and now they're going to get a chance to do a whole new thing and come to Fox City and represent. Wow. You know, yeah. when, I, when I first heard about the, the venue you're using, I was like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa I know that place. I've, I've, I've partied there before. It's um, it, It's in the middle of the south of the market, and it's kind of a – kind of an odd place for for a wrestling venue um how many seats do you think you'll be able to fit in there it's a 300 seat venue hmm. yeah so about you know like we're, we're doing um we're gonna do it we're gonna set it up where we can get 300 people in there and uh, it's, gonna, it's gonna work out really well they've already you know if you've seen the space before i've actually been there i went there for um i went there for one of the burning man parties called yoga tai chi and i've seen it raved out sorry i know what you mean when you said you've seen it in the party situation and uh and actually, I, I, when I went back into the first time, I was like, wow, this place is actually built. Like, some of the really nice warehouses in, like, you know, um, in the Midwest where people have punk shows and stuff. So it's definitely got, you know, um, the space The space is there. We're going to use it to its maximum potential. We're going to get about 250 chairs in there and about 50 people standing. Cool. Um, are you yeah. going to be filming the show? Um, yeah. Or a DVD That's, release? 
we know we're gonna have to be we're gonna be starting it up, man. We got a brand new production company, um, Till the Paper Comes Production. The guy's really excited to do it. He asked the guy who did um, the commercial on the website now. He's gonna be editing it. We've got four cameras, I think, at the show, so it's gonna be shot really well. Um, just real high quality and we're um and as far as that goes, we have D V D sales are in the future. Um, we do want to get some local television going because again, you know, with these local shows, the biggest part about it is, is getting on the small channels like the CWs, like the My Networks, and just getting that half-hour spot at 2 o'clock when you get home from the bars, you turn on the TV. Oh, wow, there's some wrestling, you know what I mean? It makes our job easier. People start knowing about it, and they start hearing about it. And we, you know, because right now, me and Stevie Armani, basically, you're talking about Fox City. We're, uh, we're Fox City with a FedEx. We're the Postal Service. We are the marketers. We're the promoters. We're doing everything by hand. I mean, my wife is a saint, bless her heart, because my house looks like an office, you know, Stevie Armani's got back problems because he's been carrying tons and tons of flyers, you know, so anything we can do to make this easier, we're going to try to do that. And also to get the product in front of people because bottom line, if people don't see it, they can't come. You know, we want kids to see this. We want we want old school wrestling fans to see this, and we want to have something to say, hey, San Francisco's back on the map, man. Fox City Wrestling, we're doing something big here. And um, speaking of big, Marcus Mack. You guys know Marcus Mack? Local I'm not area. familiar with him. Okay. He did, uh, he did the ring announcing at the um, WrestleFest. He's born okay, in okay, okay. Yeah, he's born in Bristol, Mexico, guy. So a ring announcer guy, and um, I gotta give much love to him. I know he's listening because he got uh, text message me saying I'm listening. So this one's for you, baby. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, I got a question about your show. Is this gonna be the type of show that KZ can bring his kid to? Is this gonna be a family-friendly event, or is this something? Well, what's the show feel gonna be like? This is going to be a very family-friendly event. It's encouraged you to bring all members of your family, the young ones, the old ones, the in-between ones. This is you, this is not going to see on WWE. It's not what you're going to see on fucking pay-per-view. You, you're going to see clean, family, wholesome entertainment with wrestling. I can't guarantee that anyone's not going to get busted open, but it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be laughing at the end of the night. Everyone's going to be having a good time, and they're all going to say, "When is the next show?" Um, no, no, the, 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 my my no no my son's staying home, but my wife will be with me. So, but um, my wife, son is staying home. She's my wife. <laughs> but uh, cool. let's see, what other questions do I have for you guys? Uh, do you have a follow-up date? You know what? Actually, we just spoke on that. Armani, you want to cover this? one? you are the commissioner. I'm I'm just a humble servant of the Fox City Public Works. We're we're still talking to the good people at Cell Space of 2050 Bryan Street in between 18th and 19th Street. Uh, we're getting a date in February. Hopefully, it's going to be the 23rd. Um, cannot confirm or deny anything else beyond that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, um, and oh yeah, another thing is we do have to give a shout out to our sponsors, um, Cold Steel America on Hate Street, the piercing and tattoo parlor. Um, they are going to have um, on our Luther Reigns is going to be signing the guys. We're calling that's going to be at the Cold Steel booth. And Casa Sanchez, uh, KZ, I hope you like tacos, man, because we got some of the best tacos in San Francisco. we got the oldest tacoria in San Francisco sponsoring us um, as part of the trios match that we're bringing to the city. Um, Fox City is definitely multiply cultural um, aware um, just because that's such a big part of wrestling. You know, I talked earlier about the Dragon. How awesome would it be to have the Dragon? How many young Japanese kids would love to come see their guys wrestling? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's what I'm saying. We live in a gateway. I mean, this is the place where we want to make it all happen. You know what I'm saying? Lucha, you want to have some guys coming from, you know, Puerto Rico, this show. and This, it's, it's, this is an international city, and Fox doesn't have that flavor. But, uh, KZ, bring your stomach. Bring your stomach. February 23rd, I'm looking on the calendar. Uh, anchors away aren't booked, but the only provision is you got to book Alex St. too. So, uh, February 23rd, I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, you can have anchors away. And, uh, 
I mean, I'm just saying, throw it out there. Just throw it out there. Hey, Alex, Alex, you, Alex I can, you, I can you, only fit you, you on my couch, you. dude. Uh, well, one person in personal, uh, individually, I would say send me your media kit, send me your DVD, show me what you can do. But I'm not that guy, so I'm going to say you have our number, you know where the MySpace is. There are many ways to contact us. Please do. Hey, Alex. There it is. Yeah. Hey, Alex, you tell David Jones to learn how to use a cell phone. Because that guy, you can call him 10 messages for him, he won't call you back. It's almost like passing <laughs> that guy. You haven't given me a call. Well, you know how busy it is when you're, when you're running a promotion and everything, breaking a little game fame, uh, anchors away to the guys behind uh, New Way for Wrestling. So, uh, David E. Jones, uh, he's, he's a very busy man a lot of times. <laughs> he's a very busy man. Have, have him give me a ring and tell the brother what's up, man. And uh, we definitely, <laughs> we're, definitely looking, we're definitely looking forward to working with that guy, man. We, you know, we have, something, we have an opportunity to do so many big things down here, you know what I'm saying? But the, I mean, we have things like the writer's strike going on in Hollywood. You know, smaller TV stations are picking up wrestling. It would be beautiful to see, like, New Wave for Fox City doing cross promotions and getting a little bit of Comcast love, you know what I'm saying, and just getting our product out there, you know what I mean? Think about it like this, you know. If you got a guy who's out there busting his butt, and he's got a T-shirt, and he can only sell one T-shirt off his website every six months. You know, we give him a little bit of exposure. So now he's selling two, then we've done something for that guy. You know what I'm saying? If I can help you get something, if I can help you get some food on your table, then I've done something for you. And that's really what it comes down to is like not having to like, you know, this, this is a job. People don't realize, you know, we, we you know, we put we can put in 12 hours on the street trying to make a promotion work. You know, I want to do whatever I can to make it happen. You know what I mean? Uh, San Francisco is a very, very large city, but is there, is there any plans for expansion outside of San Francisco? I know it's real early, but uh, is there any other cities that are looking at invading other San Francisco? Absolutely, absolutely. The uh, only problem with that is if we announce that over there, everyone else will try and get those cities too. Exactly. Yep. And plus right now, Fox City is taking care of Fox City. You know what I mean? We definitely have some work to do here at home to build up our name in San Francisco and get us back in the ranks before we think about expanding. We do have a home base that we do need to have fortified. You know, we have to have. We got to get the torrents up. We got to get that wall up. We got to get the get the drawbridge up before we. Can, we got to get a good castle going before we can go out and try to raise our flag somewhere else. Definitely, definitely. Um, I I do have a booking idea for you, gentlemen. Um, if you would like to run on Fleet Week in San Francisco, I would suggest booking anchors away. Um, oh, for sure. It would definitely draw the military um, military men that are in town for that week. Oh, um, for sure. That that would be that would be bananas. That would almost be that would almost be like you know something we could do at a big a little bit bigger venue and have to make it an event because those guys would definitely bring you know definitely. Oh, we should definitely talk more about this off the air. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, um, a big, a big we have here some here about this. City, you'll hear comment a lot in city because you know. The the streets is watching, so we definitely like to keep our things under wrap. You know what I mean? So something we could definitely get into and talk more about. Like I love the idea of just you know the coexistence of all these different people out there and just having the power to reach out and be like, hey, what's up? What do you want to do? You know, that's something I think we've forgotten about. Um, good old fashioned common, hey, what's up? You know, if we say hey, what's up more often, we get a lot more done. You know, instead of trying to run around being like, ah, don't don't ask me what I'm doing, don't ask me what I'm doing. You know, we want we want to run good promotions and we want to run class organizations. Classy like San Diego, classy like San Francisco. There it is. There yes, it is. Yes, sir. And do you have uh, anyone that calls in? You got, like, caller number five out there? <laughs> caller number five. Uh, no, I don't. I have just you three gentlemen on the line. Those three? Okay. Well, check this out. The fifth caller that calls in is going to get two tickets to the Fog City Show January 12, 2008. Actually, so anyone listening out there right now, you better blow up these phone lines right now. 
The call-in number is area code 347-215-7946. Once again, 347-215-7946. Call in, and we'll, we'll get you hooked up with a pair of tickets to the debut Fog City Wrestling Show. Come by, check out all these top flight workers up and down the card. Um, come by and see KZ. You'll see me. I'll have my, my uh, Rubber Guard Radio press credentials around my neck. Um, <laughs> Nice. But I don't want to be comped because I'm, I, I will definitely pay for my tickets so that I can uh, put some food on the table for the boys. Um, I don't believe in, in getting uh, media passes um, wow, because, that, that, you know, we're a, there to really support. It's very stand-up. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, just let me just uh, – I, I think, Armani, uh, did you talk about the hybrid division up here? Because we got a lot about that on the board. I think we haven't verified hybrid division yet. The hybrid division is coming on January 12, 2008, uh, in the next 12 days, or is 11 days from now. Regardless, Wildstorm is going to be in the opening bout for this uh, thing. Who his opponent is yet, I don't want to reveal it because I'm trying to pick the perfect person that will match his skills, but I'm narrowing it down. I think it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a lot of high-flying action, intensity, adrenaline pumping. You name it, it'll be there. It's going to be a great time, and all the boys and girls in San Francisco, the Bay Area, California, should be at this event January 12, 2008. Yeah. Um, Just to to put Wildstorm over, um, I have seen him a few times for big-time wrestling, and this guy can go. Um, He is no joke. That's all I'm saying. If if you come out for this show, come out just to see what this guy's going to do. He is out of his mind. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that, 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 never mind that, that that big, never mind that big quiches on the show or uh, or Black Pearl or uh, one of my favorites, El Chupacabra. I love that guy. Yeah, he's oh, awesome. He's awesome. Face painter, face painter, face painter. And uh, yeah, man, this, you know the thing about this show too, we want people to realize is, man, come out because you've never seen some of these matches before. You know, I know you're, I know if you're a local wrestling guy, you said I can all these guys go, but you've never seen these guys go the way we're gonna make them go. You know what I'm saying? This is no win-loss records. They're not representing any other federation. They're coming to Fox and they're wrestling for Fox City. So guess what? It's going to be a Fox City match, and it's going to be it's going to be out of this world, man. We we put a lot of heart into this program. We put a, we put a lot of effort into it. So you're going to get that out of the show. You know what I mean? But Mr. Kids, Alex, I'm here, brother. Uh. So tell me, man. Like, I mean, um, the show—you're you're based out of the Bay. You're from here. You're born and raised in the Bay. Yep, born and raised. Born right and raised on. in what? Daly City, but now I'm living out in San Bruno. So right on. What, what was the last time? Move out of the fog. I'm trying to had a promotion, run out of it. Uh, can you run that by me again? When was the last time the city had a promotion running constantly, like you know, running monthly out of it that you remember? Shires. Shires. So we're doing something. Well, uh, okay, here. I. You know what? I take that back because after Shires closed, uh, Vern would come back monthly okay. with the AWA. But other okay. than that, it was so, Shires. Like, Three, 1984, 1988? Uh, let me see. Well, Shires shut down the end of 80, and then Vern came in right after, and that ended in 85. And then they would come back every three or four months. And then in 87, they did the Super Class show with uh, Bockwinkle and Hennig, which was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, wow. And then after that, it was just Vince coming in with the five-hour uh, marathon TV tapings. Um, 
and then in the late 90s, WCW with the Super Bowl pay-per-views. Yeah, actually, uh, I think during the Super Bowl pay-per-view, the guy, uh, Mike Grove from Dirty Jobs, was actually the ring announcer for that show. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so, you know, basically, historically, you know, Fox is something that hasn't been done. Because we're, we're, we're here, and I'm shy because even Vern wasn't from here. So, on that level alone, if you're and come on, check out Fox City because we're doing it because we, we love pro wrestling. We love it to, to, the, to the point where we're putting ourselves out there and saying, hey, come check it out. You know, because when you're in the, in, the Nor- in the NorCal and the SoCal boards and everybody wants to claim, lay claim that they know you and lay speculation you are and why you're going to fail five ways from Sunday. But come out to the show and you're going to be thoroughly impressed. You're going to be thoroughly surprised. It's going to be awesome. And then we're going to get it going, Fox City Wrestling. You know, January 12, 2008 is our day. You know? That it is. That it yes, is. Yes, sir. <clears throat> okay, so you're looking at a February date. Um, did you? Were you thinking of bringing in any other talent? You, you know, I, um, as a manager, I can't speak because I'm always looking to bring talent. You know, I, I just said worldwide looking for guys to bring to the city. Um, the commissioner is the guy you want to really speak to on that, so Stevie Armani. Yeah. Um, Right now, you know, as, after this show, I really want to focus on just the Bay Area talent only. You know, just the boys from around the Bay, at worst case scenario, or for lack of a better phrase. You know, someone from Southern California, maybe from Oregon even. But I also want to keep it very centered, very Bay Area. Um, anything could happen, though. You never know. We we might just decide to pull up all the stops one day and have a couple dudes from TNA. I mean, it could happen. Cool. Yeah. Um. So... Do you guys follow the indie, what's left of the indie scene out here at all? Uh, I'll try to. The commission is more, you know, I, I do, I try to. The commission is way more. I, I'm like, I, if you ask me what's going on in another country right now, I can tell you. You know, if you can tell me what's going on right here in San Francisco, I can tell you. But some of the other folks, I go to them and watch them, and I enjoy them. But I don't really follow them. I watch them. You know, I like to. I try to try. I try to enjoy things when I get the chance to watch them. You know, because sometimes, like, I think a lot of the time of being a spectator in the wrestling game is you you look at it, and you start analyzing, and you start putting your own opinion on it. So, I try to keep my minimum down to a minimum of like I'm gonna go watch this show and just enjoy it for what it is. You know. Okay. But Armand, have you guys uh, have you guys ever checked out uh, Kirk White's Big Time Wrestling out in Newark? Yeah, I, I used to work for him. <laughs> yeah, I love that Newark building. Billion is great, man. And, uh, yeah, Kirk White block. God bless his heart. I don't know why everyone gives this guy so much grief. Like, like Kirk does this, Kirk says that, Kirk booked things this way. Kirk doesn't know what he's doing. Well, the fact of the matter is, Kirk White does know what he's doing. Big time wrestling does know what it's doing because every time I've been there, every show I've ever worked, every time I just went there as a fan, I've seen nothing short of three hundred people. Yeah, he's an awesome promoter, man. And it's he's a space. Yeah. You know, he he got 50 people just to come in, just having the Boy Scouts do the color uh, ceremonies at the beginning of the event. The guy knows what he's doing. He's a professional, and uh, you can people should try and be more like Kirk White or learn from him at least. Right. Well, I I bring up Kirk White because I noticed that you you have his boy Jason Styles booked against Dylan Drake. Um, I haven't heard much about Dylan. Can you clue us in on Mr. Drake? Mr. Drake just started his career uh, a couple months ago with APW and with um, uh, the other promotion that's escaping my mind at this moment. Supreme? He's angry. For the last two years, the boy does nothing but study wrestling 
and he's going to give you a good show on January 12th. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan Drake, actually, you know, he's a fancy lad, as, uh, as the commission likes to call him, out of Beverly Hills, you know, and he's going to come and he's going to, he's going to throw a little money around and have a little fun, and the ladies seem to love Dylan Drake, so he's got that, uh, he's got that, um, you know, he's got that rock and roll appeal, and uh, him and Jason Stobbs are going to go at it. Um, you know, may the best man win. Dylan, he's, 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 a, he's a scrapper, and he, he lives, he's, a, he's a student of the game as well. So, um, you know, Jason Stobbs is a veteran, and he's going he's to put him to the test. You know? Yeah, he's been around forever. Yeah, for sure. You know? sure. I'm also going going through the card here. You have Tito Aquino, who is yeah. uh, one hell of a talent, uh, facing Ryan Von Kuhl. I haven't heard of uh, Ryan. Any any uh, background on Ryan? Ryan Von Kuhl also uh, is out of big-time wrestling. He uh, once upon a time went by the name Kid Cool. Oh, yeah. there you go. Okay. weight. He does a lot of the high flying stuff as well. Uh, not so much. He tries to keep it ground based, but uh, he he's a model. He's got a big head about himself. He thinks he's the. He thinks his stuff doesn't smell pretty much. But he's going to give Tito a run for his money, and uh, the best man's going to win in that. Because it's so glamorous, you know. I mean, any guy that calls himself glamorous, you got to kind of he's kind of suspect. So. You know, Tito, Tito, Tito doesn't really Tito doesn't play the fancy game, so he's, we'll see what's up. Tito doesn't he's not too easy. He's a no nonsense guy, you know. Yeah. So the pit bulls are this is, out of my man. So this is San Francisco, fun, so you might want to try to draw in that dynamic as well. So, <laughs> so uh, you he, never know. Try and go out there. They they'll, they'll come to him. Yeah, that's the running that's the running gag on the show here. It's, you know, don't ever you know comment about San Francisco because you know we're not all like that. <laughs> it, you know, it's but, just, it's one of those things, man. Like I think you know, close your eyes, everyone just changed, right? And we're like, oh man, we put we put ourselves out there. That's what it is. We got wrestling. We were, I think, the called the city hotline got our friend to come out. Venue and we're up in Anahamic, and I was like, okay, it's already begun. The hammocks, the, the callers have begun. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be one of those things where it's gonna take all types, you know. We're gonna have it's San Francisco, you know. There's gonna be a guy asking for change. There's gonna be a guy with uh with um juggling sticks, you know. There's gonna be, you know, there's gonna be some there's some bikers there, and there's gonna be, it's it's the city, you know. It's, it's, it's the city, San Francisco. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fabulous. Resident back player, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. For sure. And uh, once again, those those in the in the yay area that are um, that are listening live, uh, the gentlemen from Fog City are giving away a pair of tickets to the debut show for January 12th. The call-in number is three four seven two one five seven nine four six. Call in, and we will gladly give away a pair of Thank tickets. You. Yeah, yeah. All right, we so, get, the, uh, get the plugs out of the way. Nice, that's that's awesome, man. Hey, are you actually going to make it down to that Pro Wrestling Gorilla show that you guys are talking about? Are you going out of the two-day event? Not I. Alex, are you going? You know, uh, no, I'm not going. Uh, my my uh, another friend of the show, uh, Jeff. He uh, he runs a promotion called SoCal Pro, and he'll be running uh, that Saturday. And then uh, I don't think I'm heading up there for that Sunday show, but uh, that's another good show to check out. Uh, Saturday, January fifth. If uh, you don't want to travel all the way up to L.A. and you're from San Diego, go check out the SoCal Pro Show. It'd be a good show, too. Right on, man. And, uh, yeah, anytime you guys want to send out that footage, let us check it out. You want to run it on our website so people in the Bay Area can see it, man. 
You know, just make that call. It's all about linking up and getting, being stronger. You know what I mean? It's like Voltron. Just got to keep the lion's ability to make a big, strong robot. That was my nerd plug. That was my nerd plug for the day. <laughs> I love the I, I love the Voltron reference, dude. That you know, that's aging all of us here, man. <laughs> right on. I'm glad I could do that for us, man. <laughs> I, you know, I, I try to come up with some new stuff, but like I think one time I tried to do it, and I said GoBot. And somebody was like, "Man, you can't even say that word anymore. Don't say GoBot." Honey, can you get my walker? <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, white there. Yeah, you'll be able to recognize these are black. I'll be the guy with the uh, the, the walker with spinners. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the old guy with the walker with the spinners. It'll be awesome. I'll be booming. I'll be playing two guns on my blazing system. It'll be awesome. He built the old school. Hey man, I, yeah, I helped. I, I got the I got splinters from the old school for sure. For like yeah, I said, my first wrestling show that I ever went to, man. I uh, I saw Andre and I saw the Ultimate Warrior. Andre in his decline and the Ultimate Warrior in his peak. But you know, I, I still remember to this day that was one of the most exciting times of my life. You know, so. Yeah, if I go date myself, at least I got to listen to the golden era, you know? <laughs> there you go. Okay, so um, we'll plug your website once again. That would be fogcitywrestling.com. Um, uh-huh. That gentleman will be updating tomorrow, which I have no idea, even though the almighty KZ you know, has always got his ear to the ground, but I have no idea what these guys are going to post. So you need to check out the website and see what they're going to do. Um, who knows? That's what you got. You got to love about independent wrestling. You never know. The one thing they do, you know, like right off the bat, is like, you know, the one thing that I bring along that I love to try to do is the newswire videos so people can put it to the name. Please check out our videos. We don't do them for ego. We do them so we can get information out. And in a hippie sort of way, we're conserve on flyers. You know, that's why we did the website so often. So just go out there and check it out. It's going to be so positive. Surprises, and we have uh, ten days. What is that? Our money, seven days. Here, and, uh, we're just going full throttle, man. Everybody should get out there and check it out. You guys want to see off the team. Cool. I will definitely be in the house. Um, those people that show up and uh, during the intermission or before or after the show, come by and say hi, introduce yourself. Um, I'm more than willing to, you know, speak, talk to anybody about pro wrestling or mixed martial arts. You know, whatever. You know, come come by, say hi, introduce yourself. I will gladly talk to you. Um, and as far as uh, the Fog City Boys, um, Rubber Guard has got your back. And whenever you're running a show, or if you have a big uh, story to drop, or you know, pretty much just want to come on and shoot the shit, you guys let me know, and you guys can come on any time. You're more than welcome. Um, because. Uh, I've I've pretty much taken the San Diego scene under my wing as far as the show, and I want to do the same for you guys because, um, to be honest, there ain't shit out here anymore, bro. And, no, you're right, you know, man. We, We're just trying to – we've got to revive it together, man. We've got a strong – basically a rebel alliance where the people that are working really hard to make Fog City go, man. And these are super hard. And let me tell you how much money we're making. Not that much. You know what I'm saying? We're doing this because we love it, and we're doing it because we're, we're grinding, because in the long run, and make something that can make the city look good again. We're very is what it's all about for us. You know, getting us back to that point where people talk about to make relevant conversation, you know. I love all the guys out there. You've so many good wrestlers out there. Humor Tornado, that guy's going up. You know, last, people love to say, but this all those guys really, they put themselves on TV. Luke Hawks, you know, our man our man Vic Grant in Oakland. 
you know, Sarah Del Rey, who I went to pro wrestling iron with, you know, all the you know, I just, you know, just together because, like he said, there's nothing. So let's just get it going. Speaking of um, Vic Grimes, um, would you be able to get him booked for a show? Oh, yeah, I talk to Vic every once in a while. Yeah, I get TJ yeah, booked, man. I miss watching that guy. Man, I saw him and I. I was in a, I, I worked I was on the ring crew for Pro Wrestling Iron and we were at this show in this uh, really remote place like out in the middle of nowhere like and it was uh, Bison and um, Vic Grimes in a hardcore match. There were only about forty about forty people there. I saw one, I saw Bison jump over a guardrail and smash into Vic Grimes' chest. And I've never seen a man who was over seven feet tall jump that high. And it was just one of the most incredible matches. Those guys went back and forth. And um, I'm a, and you can ask Armani. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for big guys. I love the big giant wrestlers still, you know. I'm like I'm a lot like Vince in that in that sense. And uh, those guys doing that, I've, I've always had a lot of respect for Vic Grimes, and he'd be welcome in Flux City. For sure. Good. For sure. He he never really got a fair shake. Um, it wasn't fair, you know. The the I think the big run in XPW was about it, and it's it's really not fair because that guy could do the hardcore, he could do the the stronger style. Um, I've seen him do comedy. Yeah, you know, he, he's multi talented. He's also he's got such a he's got such a plethora of weapons he can use. He can beat you with wrestling moves. Or he can beat you with hardcore. You know, I've seen him use holds. I've seen you know. I mean, he's he's got skills. You know, and he's a monster of a man. You know, and he's just he's he's a great great guy. That, you know, out of the ring and uh, in the ring, he's a monster. So yeah, if if anybody knows Vic Grimes and anybody wants oh, to yeah. put him on with Fox City, have him get at us and yeah, that let's make that happen. So, yeah, man, thanks for, thanks for having us on the show, man. And, like, I can't wait to meet you at the show, you know? Oh, and definitely. I would think, San Diego, we're coming down there. We're going to check it out. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, after this show, we got a big show playing March 15th, so come on down. Can't be there. I'm going to come take a leak. We're coming on down? Seven. I'm going to take a leak. How about you guys come on down? Y'all <laughs> hey, ride uh, together. I'm, hey, no, I'm, I'm not going to bring my wife on a road trip with you boys. So, uh, so. You have word, dude. You have said nothing but ah. word. We're all gonna go down together. We're gonna go to Qualcomm Field. I'm gonna take a leak on the field. I'm gonna look up and be like Raiders. Good <laughs> <laughs> luck this weekend, dude. But <laughs> 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 good luck this weekend, man. For sure. Horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Raider, Raider, Raider charger. Hey, we gotta stop the California hate. But I'm not gonna be the one to explain all of brands. But I'm not going to extend the olive branch. I think that's actually a gimmick. I think I think San Diego versus San Francisco is a necessary gimmick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's bad. It's All right, gentlemen. I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Um, once again, FogCityWrestling.com, January 12th. If you're anywhere in Northern California, Central California, make the drive up. Uh, hell, Reno. Come out and see the Reno scum. Get their asses handy to them. Um, yeah, WTO for life. That's it. Wrestling thoroughbreds, baby. Wrestling thoroughbreds. Thank you very much, Keith Zombie, for having us on your show. We'll see you at the show, man. All right, fellas. You have a nice evening. We'll see have you in uh, 11 days. Have a prosperous 2008, America. All right, brother. Wow, now that was a fun interview, wasn't it, Alex? Oh, that was awesome, uh people doing it in NorCal, people doing it in SoCal, people doing it on the East Coast. You know, I mean, we're not Ring of Honor, we're not all these different companies. I mean, I was going to say PWG, but PWG even got a little tonight, but I mean, uh, 
You know, I mean, support your your local wrestling. You know, it might not be you know the Ring of Honor or the TNAs or the WWEs, but I mean, uh, come out and support us. You know, so we keep doing what we love. Tremendous, tremendous. Um, are you working this weekend? Uh, no, I'm working. Uh, K-Fabe, Ring Crew, K-Fabe. Um, I know, I know, it's amazing that Alex Saints' star would be on a Ring Crew, but uh, you know, you got to help set the shows when you're starting out early in the business and stuff. And uh, I'm all about it. You know, it makes it a little bit easier when you're doing it for a friend. Uh, Jeff from SoCal Pro, I mean, he's a great guy, and uh, it makes uh, helping him out and paying your dues all that much easier. You know, as you're put, helping him out, put on a great show. You know, have a great show this Saturday, and then uh, New Wave, we're gonna follow it up the next Saturday. And then Fox uh, City will be doing it up there in NorCal. So uh, it's a real exciting time for uh, wrestling here in California. There California is. is really void of just good wrestling. I have to say that. Not void, oh, wow. but, I mean, you know, you know in different areas. In different areas. Well, I mean, up here in, in uh, L.A., I mean, the L.A. scene, I mean, there's a little bit going on up here. There's some talent up here. But, I mean, uh, in different areas of California, it's definitely void, like in San Francisco and then in San Diego, I mean, we're just trying to bring it, you know, bring it to the people, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I got, out, got out of training at uh, Rick Drayson's tonight, and then uh, I talked to Rick tonight. He'll be a future guest on uh, Rebel Guard Radio. And then, uh, awesome. Good if you're starting out, you know, to work different people, you know, so you used to doing that real early. So I like to go up and I like to train with different people so I can, so I can fill out different people and see how they work and see how I work with different people and stuff. And then uh, it's real good to do that. So, you know, if anybody – Listen to us, think about getting into the business. I mean, I'm real young, but, I mean, that's my best advice to people is try to get out and train with as many different people as you can. You know, don't get locked into one particular way or one particular style because uh, Rick had me doing some things tonight that I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't normally do, and then it's real good to break yourself out of that comfort zone, you know. Something I learned, something I learned a long time ago. You know, if you get into a comfort zone and you're stuck, you got to constantly break yourself out of that comfort zone. So, I mean, you know, from working at New Wave all the time, you know, you get used to working the New Wave guys and get used to that. You got to break yourself out of the comfort zone, work with somebody else, you know, put yourself in a challenging situation. So that's what I try to do. That's, well, that's how you learn. Definitely, yeah. definitely. That's, that's, that's what it's about, man, is just uh, learning. Oh, I have a text message. Let's see. Who is it from? <laughs> okay. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to play a quick commercial. All right. And do you happen to have David Fuller's number still? Um, no, I don't. I'm sorry. No. Okay. We can do 10 minutes by ourselves, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? All right. David's David's not close to a landline, so he um and his cell's down. <clears throat> yeah, we have about 9 minutes remaining. Well, instead of doing the year in review, um, we'll let you pick a subject that happened in the world of MMA or actually, you know what, you're going to get the pro wrestling. What do you think uh, was the biggest story in pro wrestling this year? Well, instead of covering stories or whatever, uh, I was wondering, uh, I want to get your thoughts on some of the, the best matches you've seen in 2007 and then I can tell you about the, some of the best matches I've seen in 2007 because, I mean, you know, the, the news, I mean, Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer and Michael Coffin on the MMA side, they all do a good job with all that. So let's just, you know, let's go over some good matches, if you don't mind. All right, you got it. Um, from the first Fight Sports Midwest, Mike Quackenbush defeating Tiger Mask 4 for the NWA lightweight, light heavyweight title, junior heavyweight title. 
that was a great match. Quack working as a heel was awesome. Um, let me see. We had Larry Sweeney and Claudio Castanoli from Chikara. New Star Navigation, 10-27-07 was great. Um, the finals of the Chikara King of Trios was good stuff. Uh, there was all kinds of... Uh, the, the two Larry Sweeney-Brian Alvarez matches were good stuff. Um, that's... Yeah, I mean, I only watch indies, so I, I couldn't really, you know, comment on WWE or TNA or anything. So I just follow indies. I don't follow any of the other... other uh, or I follow it, I just don't watch it. Um, <laughs> the Cybernetico was great, too, um, in Chikara. Okay, I lost Alex, so. Are you looking for hard-hitting, high-flying, independent pro wrestling action? If so, your search is over. The super... Alrighty, Alex, I got disconnected. Okay, I'm back? Yeah, we're back, brother. Awesome. Okay. Um, matches of the matches. year that I've seen. Of the year that I've seen this year. Um, on the F4W online site, if you're not a member of that, uh, you need to join up, sign right now. Um, there's a real good thread on, on the message board about matches of the year. And then uh, I've seen uh, I've seen some of them. And then uh, I, think, I think the best match I've seen all year is I started getting back into Japanese professional wrestling. And there's a match, uh, I, I'm, I'm driving right now so I can't give you the date, but uh, it, was, it was from a pay-per-view in April. It was uh, Tanahashi and Nagata. That was probably the best match I've seen all year. That match was so amazing. The, the story they told with the match. And uh, Japanese, uh, something that's missing from uh, a lot of wrestling today and something that I liked when I, I started watching New Japan is uh, storytelling in a match. I mean, uh, all the high spots, people bounce around like a ping pong. I mean, you can only see that for so long. But if someone goes in there and tells a story in the ring, that, that's amazing, amazing stuff. And unfortunately, I hope it's not a lost story because it's definitely – something that uh, needs to be brought back. And speaking of telling the story of the match, uh, KZ, did you see that hour, uh, that hour match that Cena and Michaels did on Raw? Yes, I did. Well, what did you think about that match? I, th- I think it was probably, if not the first or second uh, best match I saw all year. It's a strong candidate for match of the year. Very strong candidate. I, I, I wouldn't call it match of the year, um, but it's very strong, very close. Um, Definitely. Definitely. There really wasn't a breakthrough match this year, which, you know, there wasn't one that just, you know, kicked you in the nuts and you're like, ah, get my vote. You know, really. The uh, got a match did it to me. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I saw that, and I thought that, wow, that was the best match I've seen all year, and I just watched it a couple of days ago. Uh, that one really kicked me. So, good personal opinion, you know. Well, you know, we do value your opinion, so... Let me switch it up on you. What was the what was the best MMA fight you saw all year? Oh boy, anything with Clay Guida. <laughs> I should no. not. I know it. Unfortunately, anything in the lightweight. See, uh, I didn't see the fight with uh, Tyson Griffin, and I didn't see oh. uh, I didn't see the Frankie Edgar fight, but uh, I saw Roger Horst on Clay Guida on, on uh, free TV on Spike TV, and uh, wow, that was a that was a fight. That was a war. Yeah, and then some. And then some. 
um, they just tore it tore it down. It was it, it, the thing is the the lightweight division is the one you need to watch because no matter who you throw in there, even you know McRibs Florian, you know <laughs> there's still you know fun fights. I, I I can't stand that skinny bastard. I'd bust him in his mouth and then he'd tap me out, but I'd still bust him in his mouth. But McRibs so Florian. So when can we compare UFC to to WCW? Because uh, you know that how do you feel they're pushing the the lightweight guys? Because the lightweight guys right now are a lot like the cruiserweights to WCW. They're out there giving you the best fights, but uh, it seems like they're definitely the marketing machines uh, definitely toward the the heavier weight guys. And uh, what what do you think UFC? Uh, how do you feel about that? I'm having problems structuring my question there. <laughs> um, their time's coming. Uh, they've past fight night they they uh they headlined with the lightweights and yeah. they they seem to uh the next pay-per-view is going to be headlined by lightweight title oh, so yeah, yeah. you know bj penn and joe stevenson that's going to be a hell of a fight that um, it definitely is bj tapping him in the second but <clears throat> you know as long as sean shirk is under suspension the the division is fine i don't think he belongs <laughs> there i I think they should make force him to move up to 170. <clears throat> but I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not happy about uh, that guy, Sean Shirk at all. How the hell are you going to take Juice for fighting 155? Come on. I have to I have to tell you the the UFC we uh at the military uh I'm in the Marine Corps. Then uh, next week at our base we're having a uh, rampage. Quentin Jackson, Randy Couture, and then uh. Sean Shirt's coming too, but he's not even on the poster. <laughs> and also, Dana Carano's coming. Oh, dude, she's smoking hot. Plus, she can oh, fight. Oh, well, I know. I've seen plenty of pictures, and then it's going to be an awesome opportunity to see him live. Yeah. All right, we're, we're running down to our last minute, so I'm going to spit out a whole lot of plugs. Uh, MySpace.com backslash Rubberguard Radio. Whether you're a listener, a fan, a hater, a worker, a referee, a promoter, anybody except for those damn spammers. But hook us up with a friend invite. We'll gladly add you. Um, F4WOnline.com. Join the Empire, seven ninety nine a month. Best eight bucks you'll spend ever. And uh, our sponsor... And you get it for, the cheaper it is. There you go. Our sponsor, IVPVideos.com. Uh, go by, check them out. They have a deal, 10 discs for twenty four ninety nine. Uh, I think it's still going. So check yeah. them out. And uh, wrestling, WrestlingWarehouse.com? Yes, or, WrestleWarehouse.com. WrestleWarehouse.com. And NewWayProWrestling.com? And my MySpace, which is www.myspace.com, backslash Saint. Add me as a friend, too, and uh, we'll talk if you're cool. If you're cool. <laughs> no, only if you're cool. Only if you're cool. Uh, SoCalProWrestling.com. And last but not least, our guest... In the first hour, Taro, which would be ProWrestlingGorilla.com. If you are in the SoCal area this weekend, check out the death of Taro. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's going to die. But if you, Alex, if you listen back to the beginning of the show, uh, I compared him with Hydra from Chikara. So you need to go back when I post the <laughs> download link. All right, kids, we'll oh, be in contact. We'll talk to you later.